0: Guys and gals, and welcome to the Wheel of Horror podcast. The podcast where we talk about anything and everything horror. My name is Roman,
1: and I'm Michael, and we are your hosts. So I'm super excited for this episode because not only is it the fourth episode, so we're like cruising along now. Yeah, it's we've done crazy. four episodes already, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's insane. But it's also an episode of many, many firsts, which such as such as well, we have a special guest today. So why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Kellen. How are you guys doing? We're good. Doing great. How you doing, Kellen? I'm good. Cool, sweet. Happy that you're here today, Kellen. Well, Thank yeah, you thanks for, doing for having us. me. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I'm um, excited too. A little nerve-wracking though. I mean, our first guest. We're also kind of trying to like figure out the energy with this, but I, I think it's gonna be good. I think it's so, so too. I think yeah. it's.
1: I think we all have um, a fun personality and energy that we all give. So I think this is gonna be a very entertaining podcast. <laughs> so for all you listeners out there, it should be really fun.
0: And most importantly, we all love horror films yeah which yes. is like you know why listeners are in why they want to hear us talk about horror films and just see our takes on all the different movies we have for this you know this episode
1: exactly and uh i guess i just want to ask you kellen how did you get
2: into horror i actually got into it as a kid when my my uncle lived with us mm-hmm. and he actually introduced me to the first one my mom wanted to kill him uh, it was <laughs> leprechaun <laughs> oh. The 80s. Well, the original one with right? Jennifer Aniston? or Yeah. So the I don't think that was...
1: Well, it 80s. was an 80s movie? Okay. okay. I think it was 90s.
0: Okay. All right. Right? Yeah,
2: I think so, like, 92 or something. Yeah. And it freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> And I was, like, I think seven. My mom lost it. She's like, why and did you do that? Why? My uncle just kind of pushed me out the door. Nice. And
1: thing. escalated from there, I guess. Loved horror ever since. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um... That's awesome. Well, thank you again for being on our show today. Yeah, That's real for I'm real me. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's so fun. Um also, another exciting thing that we want to talk about real quick before we get into the skinny of it as Roman would say. <laughs> um we want to talk cool. about the um gosh, just the amount of support we've gotten in just like such a short time. Um I'm like super over the moon about it.
0: It's really humbling. it really really is like
1: i was not expecting to get this much like i guess
0: uh like listener engagement Engagement, right right at the
1: at the start of it so like um just to have that is really really exciting so we already have two five star or two comments on apple Apple podcasts which
0: are usually where i listen to podcasts so that's like uh I see those really quick. I'm like, oh, shoot, we got two comments, which is super sweet.
1: Yeah. And then, what, seven seven five-star ratings so far? Yeah, seven five-star ratings. So So
0: thanks so much, guys. Like, we really appreciate it. It really does help with the podcast. It really does help get our name out there. So we always encourage you to be honest with your reviews, but uh, appreciate it when you do give us a kind of five-star. So uh, thanks again.
1: Yes. Um, And we encourage you to continue yeah that too yeah. um i mean please don't stop you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean don't stop on our account <laughs> you know but um yeah th- no seven seven ratings and two comments already just for three episodes i'm pretty excited about that mm-hmm. so um do you want to read one of the comments that we have yeah
0: so one of the first comments we got was uh from a username just nap for 12 hours on apple podcast which <laughs> is a great amazing name <laughs> and uh their comment was we love horror isn't an exaggeration Clearly a labor of love. Keep it up, fellas. Thank that's, you so much. Like, that cool. got us really going when we first started. Like, hey, people are listening to this. Yeah. But most importantly, they love it. That's great. So thanks again. Just not for 12 hours.
1: That is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, that really, I think, I mean, we were already excited and energized. And
0: we also nervous, you know. We're nervous exactly. if this you know, pick up off the ground. So that. Well, was... it's
1: not like something everybody does every day, too. Something yeah. Kind of like... Right
2: it's entertaining in its own sense if you think about it
1: yeah yeah and it's and it's like trying to figure out how to be entertaining but also informative so that people can stay entertained but also like be like they know their shit they know what they're talking about Yeah, like, you know so it's like when i got into the podcast i was like really worried that it wasn't gonna be like it wasn't gonna be entertaining enough or it wasn't gonna be informative enough if like people were gonna be like these people don't, these two guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, I was worried about that, but I mean, so far people are connecting to it. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I'm excited. So. Yeah, it's
0: sweet. It's really cool.
1: And on top of that, we have another comment from username moonchild and it says, I'm a huge horror movie fan, but you talked about some that I haven't seen yet. I can't wait to check them out. I'm looking forward to your next podcast.
0: And guess what? We're doing it right now. So there you go. Thanks so much for that, child. We very much appreciate it. That's super cool. Yeah, that's really exciting. And on top of that, like, we also not just, we don't just have the comments on the Apple podcast section, but we also have a lot of listeners from around the world, believe it or not. Right. So
1: if we go on to Anchor, which Which is is our hosting platform for the podcast. Um, We have, (laughs) well, I love, okay, just one thing. I love opening on this that it gives us, like, all the planets. Okay,
0: I don't get that when I'm on the browser, so that's actually really
1: funny. <laughs> so on my phone, Cohen, <laughs> you can see that right now. Yeah, why? It, it gives you statistics not only from Earth, but Mercury, Venus, all nice. the planets. Can you imagine, though, if we were to go on here one day and it was, like,
0: Jupiter? Oh, dude. 100%. But a- technically, let's say, like, we have, like, astronaut listeners. Oh, like, you know, okay, NASA, yeah. And we send them out to, like a, like, a mission to Mars. And then listen to the podcast and they come back. Would that show up on Mars? That's my question now. That would be weird. Yeah, if do it, they
1: even watch movies
2: up in space?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. I don't know how that works. But, but you yeah, imagine just opening up my phone one day and being like, oh, wow. There's Mars no is Mars. listening to us now. <laughs> the yeah, <Martians laughs> there is to life outside of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> breakthrough. Breakthrough discovery. Um, but so far, we are streaming in six different countries. So... We are streaming in the U.S., which has our highest yeah eighty uh, five percent of the
0: listener base is in Right.
1: The US. We have Canada, which is seven percent, which I can almost guarantee is our homeboys from a podcast on Elm Street, hey. which we've shouted hey. out before.
0: Thanks so much, guys. Yeah,
1: thank you guys. And then South Korea, which I'm assuming is my boyfriend mm. Nick. So shout out to Nick if you're listening.
0: Yeah, but that's like three percent of the listening base, like yeah. So that's maybe. traveling. Yeah, like, that's pretty out. cool yeah. for
1: like the startup. Right uh united kingdom which is a new one um
0: specifically I think scotland. scotland scotland yeah that's, yeah.
1: that's really cool <laughs> Colombia, we're Columbia. Uh, streaming in Colombia, um and uh puerto rico yeah
0: check that out pretty freaking cool that yeah. is so cool that is awesome
1: so uh and then in the united states we've got two four six eight ten twelve
0: bunch But mainly from Utah and California. (laughs) Right. But
1: yeah, it's amazing. And even, you know, even if it's just one of you guys out there listening to us, I mean, word of mouth spreads a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can get a lot. You could tell your friends, they could tell their friends, and then it just snowballs from there. So like, yeah, keep it up. Keep up the engagement. Please keep sending us, you know, your feedback. We really want to know like what we can do better. And, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, we appreciate that. Hey, thank so. you so much, guys. Let's yes. keep this going, right? And then, one more thing that I wanted to bring up. I actually have a couple more people to shout out, Roman. Yeah. Let's I don't go know for if it. you have anybody that you want to shout out today, but um, a podcast on Elm Street, obviously. Yeah. Yep, first and foremost. Love them. Love those guys. Um, they post really great content, they talk about horror stuff as well. Um, so, check out their um, podcast. It's a podcast on Elm Street. And their Instagram handle is a podcast on Elm Street as well. So, simple to find. But they are awesome. They are our Canadian brothers to the north. So, Mm, fun stuff. (laughs) And then another one goes all the way to the continent of Australia, Australia. We have a listener from Australia. He actually has a podcast, too. It's called The Creepy Crap Podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he reviews... <laughs> his podcast is fun. I really love his podcast as well because he uh, He reviews really shitty movies. And so he has like a, he has a really humorous uh, take on everything. So his podcast is really fun to listen to. Um, so you guys should check him out. It's called The Creepy Crap Podcast. He's really <laughs> awesome. He's been supporting us for a while, too, around the same time that a podcast on Elm Street...
0: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. we've
1: been talking to him for a while. And uh, last podcast I want to shout out is it's a horror podcast. Uh, two guys like Roman and myself do this podcast, and uh, they're really good too. Really informative. They have a lot of. They actually have quite a few episodes on there now. They've oh. been doing it for a little bit longer gotcha. than us, I think. Okay, um, sweet. But yeah, their their stuff is really really good. So uh,
0: nice. If you guys like horror, you know, check those guys out. Come exactly.
1: Listen. Yep so as far as shout outs go that's all i've got all right sweet. so i guess we can we as can you call
0: it get into the skinny of it get into the skinny of it the <laughs> meat and bones of it if you will if it's tour, right yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so we are now in the 80s Ooh. we're back to the future hoverboards <coughs> flux capacitors you name it yes. that's where we're at but specifically we're on a little street called elm street oh yeah what we're gonna be talking about horror movies of the 80s guys I love the 80s.
1: I, 80s is great. I mean, if, if you guys have if you guys have <laughs> stuck around long enough to listen to the first few episodes, I mean, I think I've mentioned it a few times <laughs> how much I love the 80s. Um, the 80s is like my shit. I also know that Kellen also loves the 80s. Oh, for sure.
0: I mean, we have him decked out in like 80s gear. Oh my gear God! Right now. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. He is like he came <laughs> dressed for the occasion today, and I'm
1: living for it. I love this it. This is me when I'm out of like outside of work.
0: <laughs> that's like his default day to day right is great. Yeah. that's awesome like i wear this around
1: the house <laughs> <laughs> i love it um but yeah we're talking about our top 10 80s horror films yep, today yep. so uh i guess that's, who wants that's to that's go it. first today do we want to let our special guests go first
2: Would you i know just that go? my list is like way <laughs> off from yours but I, th- I think there's gonna That's be some overlap. I mean, you though. love the
0: '80s, so there's probably gonna be a lot of overlaps. Yeah, I hope. Some. <laughs> you know, it's kind of it's
2: kind of weird because like we didn't like. I don't think I've seen every movie that was out there. Oh I me. There so much back then, oh, even like, yeah. with the music and all that. But even though I'm like obsessed with the decade, I'm still learning as I go. Oh right, probably. yeah. But, Let's talk about Breakfast Club.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that movie scared the shit out of me. It's terrifying. Being trapped in me. a room with people you fucking hate—that is terrifying. <laughs> That's that really my scary. Childhood, the bullying.
1: Like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, um, one of mine on my list was The Dark Crystal. I've never actually heard of that. It. Traumatized me as a kid.
0: What's it about? Yeah, let's hear it. Not on my list. Is yeah. Let's I, mean. you, you guys ever seen it? I've never
2: heard of it. It was. I believe Jim Henson did it. it was like a, oh,
0: oh, was really? it the ones?
2: The Dark Crystal, yeah. So it wasn't
0: meant to be a horror movie, though, right?
2: But it freaked you out. I think it was. Okay. Like, I talked a lot Okay, of I do know too. what you're talking I'm about. like, that traumatized me as a kid. <laughs> I think it was just like the movements they were making and like, I don't know, you'd have to see just it. Just really it's, Uncanny Valley. It's like, yeah, like, okay. Some of the characters were just creepy and I'm just like.
0: Didn't they get like a reboot on Netflix? Yeah, recently? I got, like Okay. The
2: new, new season or whatever on it. So let's be but. clear,
1: though, it wasn't intended to be a horror film, though. It was Would like it? an I'm adventure, sure.
2: like... It was like a Muppet, fantasy I guess, film. if you want to think of it like
1: it.
0: <laughs> right. Because it is puppets, you know? So it was yeah. Like, uh, yeah.
2: It is a fantasy kind of film, but...
0: So it made your me, list, because like, as a kid, it was very... I watched uh, it once. I never watched it again. <laughs> like, I can't even
2: bring myself to watch it now, and I'm like 32. So it's like, <laughs> no, I'll pass. It's, Hard pass, guys.
1: It's funny how that works, though, because... The Netflix one's not good, though, but... Really? Because
0: they incorporate, like, what, CGI with the puppetry? Yeah. yeah. That's very... Oh, okay. It's,
2: they toned it down from what it
1: was.
0: Oh, it's gotcha. From the nice. original, but... So the Netflix ones you gonna gonna watch oh, yeah.
2: interrupting
1: you. Oh, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Um, I was just gonna say that it's funny that... Um, when we look back on shows like that, that really impact us, uh, impacted us as kids, like, there were... Um, for example, the Brave Little Toaster. I don't know if either one of you yeah, have seen that. Yeah, I remember that kind That of scene things. with the fucking clown where the toaster has the nightmare about the clown and he's hanging above the bathtub and the clown's oh. like chasing him. How is that kid appropriate for a kid <laughs> my age when I saw that?
0: And that, the crazy thing is like, it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit
1: scared the crap <laughs> out of me when I was a kid. Like, that scene gave me nightmares for like weeks. So, I think it's really interesting that you have that kind of movie on your list because it's like, I think all of us can relate to seeing something like that when we were a kid and being like absolutely terrified, even though you look back at it now and you're like, how was that scary? That's not scary. That's stupid. Yeah. Right. You know, like, um, well, especially
2: if it's like a fantasy film, none of these characters are real. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, if you have, like, a clown, like, It or whatever, like, that mm-hmm. could be a real thing. Like, these oh, yeah. are all, like, just characters.
1: Oh, well, yeah, uh, that, 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 that look does like, look, look like, kind of creepy. You're like showing us a picture right there. Well, yeah. The
2: name Agra, she's, like, I think she was good in the movie, but she just looked she, horrendous. She, not. she looked like a villain. I'm, like, <laughs> <Terrifying>. <laughs> Remind me of, like, when I lived in Vegas, all the homeless on the streets. Like... <laughs> downtown yeah <laughs> I was like i can't everyday do it. vegas life hashtag I brought back my childhood for a minute like, wow yeah as a kid you're
0: like oh this is just like dark crystal <laughs> and it, oh. it's weird
2: like i think people just pers- like have different opinions of that. even though i don't think theoretically it was supposed to be a horror movie it was yeah Henson, but
0: but there were like horror elements
1: yeah though like, it was okay to me
2: it really got to me i was like no i can't i don't even think i really finished it
1: yeah that uh
2: but that's one i'll never watch again she <laughs> like got the nightmares and i'm like i can't we slept on bunks, so i w- my brother was up all night every <laughs> night i'm like he's like mom we need separate rooms <laughs> i'm like this is what a movie can do to you right
1: <laughs> it's it's crazy how movies can impact you in a way that it's like it's very tangible it's very yeah. real so like there are some movies that you, like, have to sleep with your lights on because you can't get it out of your head after oh, watching yeah. it, you know? Mm-hmm. Nightlight. But, uh, <laughs> but people think I'm crazy because I can watch horror movies. before. I have, literally, on my YouTube. So I have this weird thing. I've developed it since I was a kid. I actually sleep with the TV on because I have oh, to have too. some sort of noise. My brother does it all the time. Yeah, yeah I, I can't sleep with just total silence because... Um, of things that happened to me when I was a child, like with the paranormal type shit. So if like oh, yeah. I even hear like a creak in a floorboard in the middle of the night, I'm alert and like pissing really my pants me, basically. basically. Um, sometimes I didn't wake up through the earthquake cause apparently guys, listeners who aren't from Utah, we had a, U- or we had a, U- we had an earthquake, <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had an earthquake last week and I slept through it. I slept through the entire day. Oh, you're thing. not alone. Then I think it cradled me into it. That's universe. what happened. Like I woke up
0: from like it smells <laughs> like, like the ocean. This is weird. And I, and I shook Swayze I'm like Swayze, do you feel that? Is is this an earthquake? It's like it's probably the neighbors slamming their doors. Like I was half awake. <laughs> so I'm like okay, that's probably right. He just went back right back I, to bed. Like, I completely just accepted it. Like oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird. Like everybody like, I talked to,
2: they like pretty much say they, they felt it. I'm like I think Michael's the only one I talked to that didn't. I'm yeah, like, am I know. I slept right I through it. On this? The funny
0: thing is though, like I'm from California. And like I've oh, grown yeah. many times with like earthquakes similar to that caliber happening, I've never felt them. I've wow. never felt them. But the time I feel an earthquake in Utah, I do. So I thought it was pretty funny. Like that's the funny. second time it's ever happened in history. <laughs> I feel in Utah it's funny because a lot of people are like, "The big one's coming, guys. This right. is it." And it's like I'm from Cali. Like this You're is like, the norm. This is like, like a your tremor big one, compared to this big one. I think one's gonna be more devastating. Right. Like one's gonna cause a new coastline. <laughs> Other here there'll be damage sure like i'm not trying to downplay that but it's not gonna be the big one at least the one i'm used to so exactly
1: but yeah i know i'm a i i can be a heavy sleeper but i have to like sleep with some sort of noise and people are gonna think i'm like insane for doing this but like i have a playlist on youtube where i just like have horror movies that i just fall asleep horror movies like at this point in my life (laughs) soothe (laughs) me to sleep i'm not even joking horror (laughs) movies are my asmr (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to people that to those listeners out there that listen to ASMR, horror movies are my ASMR. Like that is like That's news
0: to me. I didn't know that. That's you didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. Know no, that. like I and people I knew probably are like too, Yeah,
1: people are like, What a psycho. Like you can just go to bed and listen <laughs> like with a horror movie on. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. But there are those movies like Hereditary. That no, when yeah. I went home no. after watching Hereditary oh, the music,
0: the soundtrack for that
1: too. Right. Oh, I had man. to turn on all the lights in my house. Like same with the Duke I talked about this in episode one. My sister and I, I had to share a bed right? after watching. Yes. and really? And not because um, the Duke himself. is. I mean, he's scary, but like it was the dark undertones of it. Mm. Like there oh, were some true. really dark, like just under the skin moments that I was just like, "Ugh, I don't. This is like <laughs> a dark movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you could feel the evil in a sense, I guess you could say. So like me and my, sis- my sister and I, we were like, no, we're not. My sister's like, I'm not sleeping alone tonight. And I was like, I'm not sleeping alone either. So we shared, <laughs> We literally slept in the same bed that night. But um, anyway, I'm getting too f- far off topic from what we're going to. Oh, you're good, man. Now you're fine. But um, yeah, that's a great first pick, Helen. I, I like that. I like that it's, that a was not what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, I was not expecting. Because I was like, I've never heard of that. I was like, is that a horror movie? And you're like, no, it's like a Muppets movie. I was like, It was a horror oh. movie for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I love it, that. It was just, it was kind of dark. And it kind of got us into an interesting conversation about, like, you know, I think that'd be fun to do for a future episode, maybe. The Dark Talk one? about, like... Or childhood well, films well, childhood that, like, like films really scared, scared, scared us. It, yeah. Right, right. Oh, that'd um, be mine.
0: Uh, I'd have to think about it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But um, moving right. on to the Sweet. next one. Do you want to go next, Roman?
0: I mean, i put a really strong one to begin with. You want me to? Yeah. All right. Let's so... Hit, hit us the with The first it. one, ushering in the new decade. Is a small little film by a pretty known director, Stanley Kubrick, called *The Shining*. Nobody, nobody could hear me just now, but when he was, I was like doing oh, the you're arm whole, thing, like your whole. Uh, thing. You're I know because this movie, I'm so excited. about. So to talk *The Shining*, about. in my opinion, uh, yeah, it's one of the best films of the '80s. Uh, some would argue some of the best films ever made. It, period. I, it's in know? my
1: top three best horror films ever made. It's in my top. Three. Uh,
0: it's a phenomenal movie. I'm just going to go right off and say like when I first saw it, I was probably around the age of 14 and it didn't really scare me Mm -hmm. when I was younger. But as I got older, the film kind of in the same way that like I explained in an earlier episode with Sounds of the Lamb, the film really started to unnerve me to the point where it's like I find it terrifying purely on a psychological level. Right. It's a very psychologically driven horror film. And the more you're paying attention, the more unsettling it is. Like just to throw a little bit of a background with the the production of the the film, the way that they edit the hotel itself,
1: it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The layout. does not actually
0: put the layout. Like there's a time where uh, little Danny is riding his you know his little tricycle around, and he does like I think five left turns that go into completely different rooms. Mm -hmm. If you're following it, and it slowly just creates a like a subliminal unsettlingness. Right, and and I think he does in such um, a good way.
1: paranoia almost yeah because it's almost like you're feeling like how the characters in the film are feeling like mm-hmm. the the cluster well not really claustrophobia because it's a huge hotel but like the cabin fever yeah. The, yeah the the loss of like you're basically essentially a losing losing your mind along with these characters like the way they
0: prepare, like create the hotel to be like a labyrinth almost i mean <gasps> right, of course right outright there's a labyrinth scene at the end but like the that kind of feeling like mm-hmm. early on I mean, yeah. with
1: the carpet yeah um the carpet in the hotel specifically like i see that pattern in so many actually a fun fact about that pattern they have a blanket in midsummer that's that pattern that is that pattern i think it's the one that danny's sleeping on actually it's the bed that danny's sleeping on and i noticed it after maybe like the fifth time of watching it yeah. i was like That's cool. That's a nice little, fun little Stanley Kubrick reference to The Shining in there. Yeah, that's nice. I like that, yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, I totally get what you mean with the whole... Now you're going to make me want to go back and watch it.
0: (laughs) Well, I got to ask really quick. Did it make anyone else? I'm sure it made Michael's list. Did it make your list though, Kellen? No. No? Okay. Really? (laughs)
2: Because I already knew Michael had it on his. I'm like, eh, I got (laughs) to figure out something. But did you enjoy the movie? Did
0: you like it? I liked it. Okay, cool, cool.
2: The bathroom scene freaked me out. Oh, with the woman in the tub. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't do it. Like, I think the first me. time I
0: watched The Shining, I like, I was running a, like a hundred degree fever and I'm like, there's nothing you could do, right? You're just sleeping in bed and I'm like, I'm gonna watch The Shining. So watch it. That was
1: a huge That's, mistake. Man, <laughs> awful. Bad idea. And then we
0: got to the bathroom scene. So I'm like, I'm dissociating hard. What's going on? This is, this is a <laughs> bad trip. <laughs> right. <laughs> so
2: and then my hate for snow, that didn't help either. I'm just like, all right. i oh, trying yeah. to escape and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> right. On the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm.
1: That, uh, I just love so much about this movie. Um, The acting in particular from everybody is so good. Like, so if all of you listeners aren't like super familiar with Stanley Kubrick, like for those of you that are, you already know that Stanley Kubrick is like a huge freaking meticulous. He's extremely. He's extremely meticulous. Like the scene in specifics where um, the cook and uh, I can't think of his name right now. Can you think of his name? Halloran, Dick Halloran, Mm -hmm. when Dick Halloran is talking to Danny in the kitchen and there's that just that like long conversation, I think Stanley Kubrick, I may be getting wrong on the number, but filmed it so many times that finally, um, (laughs) the actor that played, uh, Dick Halloran finally was like, I can't take this anymore, please. Like, I can't do this anymore. And like he, I think he set a record too, of how many takes they filmed the bat scene, the baseball bat scene with, uh, Shelley Duvall. Really? I think it was, like, 157 times they filmed that scene.
0: Like, I'm a filmmaker, and I'm thinking of the logistics of, like, filming a shot 150 times. Ah, that'd be grueling. Right. Be, that wouldn't be just grueling for, like, the actors, but just the crew on set. Right. Like, oh, man.
1: But I think more so for the actors. Because oh, yes, yeah, definitely. You have definitely. to, especially for Shelly Duvall. Mm-hmm. Like, can I just say that I feel like a lot of people have a lot to gripe on with her performance, but... I, and I, and I'll even say this, like (laughs) in high school, um, when I, when I was like really into this movie and even back in high school, um, when I would watch it with my friends, sometimes there were certain things that she would do that we would laugh like out loud about, like, uh, just specific, like, there's a part where they're first getting to the hotel and she's like, Oh, hi Danny. Like she says like the whole, like, she has like (laughs) this, like, and we would like, I don't know why, but we would laugh at certain things that she would say, Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't so more so that I thought she was like a bad actress, but it was just like some things I was just like, okay, that's a little over the top. But then the more I watch it and the more I find out about like what went on behind the scenes, like with how Stanley Kubrick basically like, I mean, basically belittled her the entire time. I a like lot
0: more than that. Like he essentially like psychological torture, right? Like he had everyone cast crew go isolate her, the go against her. her, be rude to her um belittle her all these things to get a a performance from her that felt cornered right which it definitely did but i don't for the re- sake of like really really just messing her up you know i don't exactly. think she acted for a bit after that film
1: no i think <laughs> she had to take she had to take like i think a, a long mental break yeah. and um but as much as like i hate that he treated her that way the performance that he got out of it is phenomenal to me. Like when I watch it now, I honestly don't see a person acting. I honestly see a person that's like at the edge of their rope at this point. That's like, I can't, you know, right. like her tears are fucking real. Yeah. Like her tears, well, especially her, knowing that she's going through that. Like, right. Like, on right. On top of trying to do this and focus. Like, yeah.
2: That's it's crazy.
1: Exactly. And it really brings in a new perspective for me on her acting, in my opinion. Like, when I watch it now, I'm like, I'm not seeing a woman act. I'm seeing a woman, like, really portray these feelings of how she was feeling in that moment. And it makes me feel so bad for her. Because you can tell that she's just, like, losing her mind. Yeah. Like, especially during the baseball bat, bat scene. I don't know. Like, she just doesn't look well. And not so... Not just for the her character in the movie, but herself. Uh-huh. Like, just herself. And, like, even um, in behind-the-scenes... um clips and stuff she talks about how she like would lose chunks and chunks of hair like her hair would just fall just out the stress just or what? from yeah. the stress of the role oh, no. yeah and it was no. just so grueling for her um but yeah no the acting is great uh jack nicholson holy shit
0: <laughs> his performance is amazing
1: like in this movie
0: i would say by by this point you know jack nicholson like really started to make he already made his his debut or his cemented himself as an actor with Chinatown, but this right. took him to another level. I feel. Oh yeah. Like, Oh yeah. If at that point people had not known Jack Nicholson by then they did. Oh know? yeah. Right. So, yeah,
1: definitely. And that's another thing that like, um, Shelley Duvall talks about in the behind the scenes thing. She's like, everybody loves Jack. Like people flock to him. Like there's, there's footage of like fans like meeting him on the set and shelly's kind of just standing off to the side what, do what state was
0: it filmed? i'm sorry for so
1: you can correct me if i'm wrong i believe they filmed it in england i believe okay, okay. so the so the hotel, the hotel the hotel the out- exteriors of the hotel um like when you see like aerial shots mm-hmm. of the hotel mm-hmm. um that was a hotel in oregon I cannot remember what it's called, but they took a lot of inspiration from the interiors of that hotel. Because if you look at interiors, I think it's the Timberline Lodge, actually. If I'm not mistaken, it's called the Timberline Lodge in Oregon. And um, if you look at the pictures of the inside of that hotel, there's a lot of, like, the big... uh, um, The Colorado Lounge looks a lot like the lounge in that hotel. Like, the big windows, the, the Native American, like, symbols on the 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 tapestries and stuff it it's it very um similar to the layout that they so they basically inspired that and then the the set exteriors like when you see the hotel with the the snow and stuff those were built on a on a a lot in england so literally when you see for example like when they're running out to go to the maze to go play in the maze mm-hmm. wendy and uh danny and you see, like the little hill. There was literally like a village, like right over the hill. There was like literally a town. Oh, okay. Um, so they filmed all that on a like a stage. Like all the sets were built on a sound stage. The maze was built in a sound stage. Like everything um, aside from the shots that you see of the overlook at the beginning of the film are on a sound stage. Okay. Other than that, it's filmed I at that. I did not know that. Yeah i know um, nice. i don't i don't mean to sound like super like oh well you know but nice. like i know my shit when it comes to this movie like i love this movie this movie is like near and dear to my heart so yeah, swayze still needs to watch this movie
0: and she constantly says like oh, i really been meaning to watch it I'm like you should watch it it's yeah great. oh and also you, you should
1: watch it so your mind screwed up <laughs> here Yeah. he will never you'll never go to a hotel again but um yeah uh Stephen King outwardly hates this movie. I, ah, yeah, I've heard about that. And I have gripes with that because I think, as much as I give credits to Stephen King for all of these movies that have been made since, like Carrie and oh, right. It and all these movies, like I commend him for like setting, uh, trailblazing a path for all these movies to be made because if it wasn't for Stephen King, The Shining would have never been made. Like we wouldn't have that movie. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I feel like Stephen King has this like way of having to put everything from his books into a movie, and that he does. I don't think he understands that that does not work all yeah. the time. For example, for The Shining, like having those animals come alive—that's not going to look good on screen. I'm sorry, right. you can CGI the shit out of it all you want, but that's going to look cheesy, and it's not going to—it's not going to benefit your movie. Let's yeah. be honest. I mean, I feel like even in today's modern age with like all the technology that we have to do like CGI and special effects that still would not I think that would take all of the tension and all of the suspense that you've been building throughout this whole movie away. So I think like Stanley Kubrick's alternative to that was to make the big old hedge maze and have it like you know what I mean yeah. and not include like certain little things that don't need to be included.
0: That wouldn't translate well into that. right? And I mm-hmm.
1: think that's a lot of the reason why Stan or Stephen King does not like the Stanley Kubrick adaptation. Not only that, but he doesn't like Shelley Duvall's character, the um, particularly because mm-hmm. in his book she's supposed to be like the confident. She's a cheerleader, I think, if I'm not mistaken. In the book, she's like a cheerleader. She's she's not meek. She's not weak. Like she's very strong, and like that's what his character was written as. So when Stanley Kubrick wrote the character of Wendy. He made it different, and I don't mm. think Stanley Kubrick likes that. But, or Stephen King likes that, yeah. sorry. Um, but I'm going way too much about this movie. I'm so sorry, guys. No, no, it's <laughs> fine. No, <laughs> we'll we'll probably have like her. a separate episode, you know, really
0: delving into The Shining, because there's a lot. Oh, there's a gosh, lot of There's that so metal. much, yeah. It's a great film.
1: But, um, but anything else you want to say about it, Kellen? No, you guys know more about that than I do. <laughs> I'm like, don't oh, shit. Did it like, <laughs> did it like give you like a specific feeling when you watched it the first time? kind of made me feel like I was going crazy you start like Mm -hmm. second
2: guessing yourself on some actions you've done it's like okay (laughs) but no I think that's what made it good though right the atmosphere just making you think in a different way that you've never thought before I guess yeah Yeah, on a psychological point if you want to go there I don't know (laughs) yeah Yeah, I would say so great film
1: great great pick
0: that starts off my list yes that's
1: a good one so, let's see. Well, The Shining was number one on my list as well. All right. So, so two minds think alike, I there guess. We go. Um, so the next one on my list. We'll start is, number two then. Yeah. Okay. So the next one on my list is a sequel to my favorite horror movie of all time. I Drum you, roll. <laughs> I hope you get this one right next this time, Roman. Just kidding. No, you got it right <laughs> the last time, but. I think everybody knows like, Michael's
0: favorite. Oh yeah. Movie. Okay. So it's <laughs> Wes Craven's sequel to you. no he's got like, No, so it's Halloween 2 Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say that. I really was, but I was thinking like, wait, but there was a sequel to Nightmare on Elm Street, but no, Halloween 2 yeah. yeah. Okay, um, that's, no. a that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's not on my list, but that's a good one. Oh, wow.
1: Well, yeah. Um, I have quite a few slasher movies on my list, just to for all you listeners. Uh, eighties was
0: kind of like the decade. Of it slasher really film, was.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like Halloween did in the eighties what Scream did to the nineties. Oh. For okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because in a way. yeah, because I feel like I feel like um, you always have one movie from like a specific decade that really kind of like rejuvenated the genre. So I feel like even in the nineteen seventies, you had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Last House on the Left. Like I don't know if the Last House on the Left counts as a slasher though, but you had movies like that. But I feel like it was already kind of dying down. Yeah, and then Halloween came along again, and then ever since Halloween came along, you have all these freaking mock sequels or mock movies that tried to follow that same formula. Um, But uh, yeah, not to get too off subject, but um, Halloween 2 is basically the direct sequel to John Carpenter's 1978 Halloween and it literally takes off where the first one left off. So I really like that. Um, For being filmed three years after the original, it's, for the most part, pretty seamless to me. Like, the I mean, you can't really tell that it's like a different night or like a different um, time, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis does look a little bit different. I'm pretty sure she actually wore a wig in that movie. Um I'm pretty she? sure she wore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she wore a wig. Um, the mask looks different from the mask because it's the same exact mask, but John Carpenter didn't want anything to do with like a sequel after the first one was made, and he kind of just shoved the mask under his bed for like three years. And it kind of, like, because I don't know if you, either one of you have seen Halloween 2, but the mask definitely, like, does not look the same from the first one. Because it's the exact same mask that they filmed for the first one, but it had been sitting under the bed for so long that it kind of, like, lost That's its grimy. shape. Okay. And oh, it yeah. kind of got, like, grimy and, you I think know. I do remember that. Because, mm-hmm.
0: like, the first one, it's almost like Snow White. It's a really white. Mask. Right, yeah.
1: right, yep. And then so, like... I mean, there are certain like subtle things, but I don't feel like it takes you out of the film. Um, but basically Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, um, she's gets taken to the hospital. And so the whole movie basically focuses around Michael Myers going after her and attacking all the people at this hospital and trying to get to her. And so, um, I think it's a really good sequel. I think it's a very strong sequel. Um, I feel like, um, and I think, I think it's just the genre or the decade that this movie came out in. Um, this movie's a lot more gory, which mm-hmm. has its ups, like, which has its positives and negatives in my opinion, because I feel like what the first one did so well that the second one didn't do as well is have that tension of like, you don't see a lot of blood. You don't see a lot of gore. You, it's more of what your imagination mm-hmm. Um, puts forth and with the second one it's it's a pretty gory movie like there's a lot of blood there's a lot of gore um definitely amped up the gore factor the second for the second movie but i feel like that was what was expected at that time because the year prior to that friday the 13th came out you know you have all these movies that are like upping the ante so i feel like if halloween 2 hadn't done that i feel like it would have been one of those sequels that people were like i'm bored like I want something that's, like, bloody and gory. And right. so they, they had to, I think they had to appease the audience at that time, which I'm not griping about at all. I'm just saying that, like, it does slightly take away from the tension of the first movie, in my opinion. Not to say it's not still a solid sequel, though. Um, but, yeah, Halloween <laughs> 2, um, good movie. I feel like the special
2: effects in the 80s were, like, kind of ahead of their time, in a way. Oh, for like, sure. If you compare it to, like, now, 30 years later, like, I, like, slasher movies I watched, I believe they were real. Like, it looks so legit. It was just like, wow. And, like, without all the technology we have now, how they pulled all that shit off was, like, crazy. Right. Like, the makeup, and, like, like, the gore, mm-hmm. the special effects. I think, on top of what you were saying, I just feel like maybe that was The time that it was supposed to come out and happen because everything was just evolving. Right. I don't even know what I'm trying to say.
1: No, I get,
0: no, I totally get what you're saying, though. Like, really pushing the envelope of what practical effects can be, like, to kind of reach that peak in the 80s. Oh, for sure. The 80s was definitely
1: like that template for like makeup people Mm -hmm. specifically be like, what can I do to like, and that's why we've got so many, that's why I love 80s slasher movies because people these days, I feel like, that don't appreciate the gore and like what it took back in the day to like yeah. make those movies happen wouldn't appreciate it now because they'd be like that looks really cheesy but i also really love that in slasher movies they were really not only with the gore but like how can we make this death creative so there's yeah. so many slasher movies with so many cool like death scenes that are fun to watch because it's like you've never i've never seen that one before Ooh, that one's right. cool like that's an innovative way to kill somebody and not in like a creepy, like <laughs> psychotic way. But like, you know, in the movie world, it's really cool that uh-huh. they came up with all these innovative ideas on top of coming up with all this innovative, like way to do prosthetics and yeah. blood and like all the gore stuff that went into it. It's very, I think it's very fascinating. Well, so. I mean, like a lot of
2: people would watch them now and think that they were cheesy or whatever, but like imagining like watching it when it first came out, like we weren't alive then. But, like, right. Right. Like, That would have been pretty cool, just to see that, and see like where we're coming in, like the whole horror movie segment of everything. Yeah. With all the detail and the, with the makeup and all that, like watching it back then when it came out probably would have been way more scarier. Oh yeah. It was so much more realistic, Mm -hmm. and it's never been done before. So it's like, all right. Yeah. But I still enjoy them now. Like, yeah, sometimes you like I'll laugh at certain scenes I watched. I watch it late. like it's thirty years old. You're right, like, that's so stupid. But like back then, I'm sure I'd have been like horrified. <laughs> yeah, but I also feel like that's like, also
1: the endearing part of like those horror movies back in the day. Yeah, they're cheesy. Yeah, you watch them and you're like, ooh, that's cringy. But then that also, I feel like that's also fun. Yeah, right. Because it's like I feel like. They just don't make movies like they used to anymore. I know. Let's just say that. We're like, well, we're running out of ideas, right? Because everybody's
2: like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, so many remakes, so Sequels, many. You know, reboots.
1: you get those movies that come along like Hereditary and Midsummer that really push the envelope, right. that mm-hmm. do something different. But I feel like they just, they still just don't make movies like they used to. And I just feel like when you, when I watch movies back in the day, like Halloween, for example, I feel like everybody had so much fun making that movie because it was like. Right. This hasn't been done before This the, You know Or this concept it's, Has been done before But like What can we do to like You know It just seems like It was way more Like way f- So fun to do Like movies back in the day Like yeah. it was just Not only was it like A serious horror movie But like also just The environment Right The, the people that you were around Like It just seemed all Very laid back More well, so they had back like, then They had you know?
2: like They made different And fresher platforms For where these
1: movies Could right. go Right
2: And like new storylines
1: Exactly. Yeah, just fun. But, um, yeah, that is my first, or second pick. Yeah, second right there. Because The Shining is mm-hmm. on my list also. But uh, second pick is Halloween 2 from 1981. So There we go. Yeah. So, uh, back to Kellen now.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to start talking about Child's Play because... Oof. Ooh, AD now that... that, that freaking That's on your list, isn't it? That was probably the scariest of mine. I, I
0: don't think, I think it's on my list, strictly because, like, kind of like you with Dark uh, Crystal... I saw little scenes of it as a kid. Freaked me out. Never wanted to get <laughs> even to this day. I haven't seen a complete child play film like any of the Chucky series. Don't oh, do
2: It's yeah. weird because it was the scariest movie I think I ever watched as a kid. Besides Leprechaun. For the '80s, that was it. Like, because I seen that when I was eight. VHS again, my uncle. Such a bad just, influence. I think he just did it to test my mom. I don't know. Probably. <laughs>
1: Probably. He's like, how much can I push her before she breaks? Yeah. and look look how I ended up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like... Ended up like the rest of us, so...
2: I freaking, like, it's weird because it scared the shit out of me as a kid, but, like, growing up and you rewatch it, that, like, I actually became addicted to it. So, like, I watch all the sequels, like, it's become, like, one of my favorites from that. So, it's like, I don't know, like, the special effects really got me. Like, even watching it now, like, that scene, have you seen it? With, are you talking about when, like,
1: talk god damn it or I'm going to throw you in the fire? Are oh you talking god. about that part? Because <laughs> that part gets me laughing. Pretty, and it's really? not, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not, well, me. it's just because he's like, you fucking like,
0: yeah. like, oh my god. That, Isn't he supposed to be written as, like, a little comedic, though? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: Oh, yeah, it's definitely, like, it has its campy moments, for sure. Like, the, like.
2: The more they make them, the funnier they get, which kind of okay. I think takes away from the original how it makes you feel. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I love the special effects in it. Like in the beginning when he gets shot and he ends up in the toy store and does his little ritual oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember those clouds that come over the building? Like how yeah. they did that with Ghostbusters too? I think mm-hmm. like special effects and like looking back on it, it's kind of fuzzy when you watch it, but the lightning effects that was really cool. Like just to think like. Back then, they actually—how'd they do that without CGI? Like, they like the technology they had was kind of cool. How they like put all that together, on top of like the whole horror of it, right? And I think the storyline was amazing. Oh yeah, it was kind of cool. Like um, Chucky's full names actually—pretty much names of like three famous serial killers. Oh really? Yeah. I did not know that. So like Charles and then Lee and then
1: Ray. Oh okay.
2: So that was kind of interesting. Okay, like
1: yeah.
2: you know Charles Madison, mm-hmm. Lee Harvey Oswald, um, the sniper who assassinated President yeah. Kennedy, uh-huh. and then James Earl Ray, who was the guy that assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, yeah. gotcha. So it that, was kind of cool like to know they built that character off of those, even though they were like. This serial killer is kind of creepy, but
1: right. Well, that's a fun little tidbit. I didn't know that. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, look at Kellen bringing us to sitting over there saying that we know everything.
0: Kellen knows shit too.
2: (laughs) Not as much. But but like the sequel, like I just gotta like say this: Jennifer Tilly, though, even though it wasn't like 80s or anything,
1: badass. I love her. Yeah, she's funny. (laughs) Those the. Yeah, they. I feel like they get more campy the more they go on, because I, I feel know. like the first and ins- I feel like the first two movies were just intended to be like scary. I mean, they yeah. have you have those you know fun little one-liners from Chucky, but like I still feel like the tone was a lot more scary. And then the more mm-hmm. you got went on with different sequels and stuff, the more campy they got, and the more over yeah. the top and ridiculous. And, and I
2: miss the, how serious they were. Like, right. The originals still kind of get me. Like.
1: Yeah. Well and also I want to talk about like when you were talking about like the technology of with the whole thing I also want to talk about like just the animatronics like with Chucky himself like it's <laughs> it I mean even today I watch it and I'm like that looks actually really realistic still like I don't get yeah. cheese from it at all like when he's like alive and like attacking people I don't I don't feel like it's unrealistic I feel like the effects even like hold up to today's standards mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, think like,
2: I didn't really see any like glitches or anything. Like, it, it was just so smooth how he moved. And I was like, all right, like, because, like, sometimes I don't know if you've noticed like certain movies, especially in the 80s, they would instead of editing it out, you'd see that one fuck up and you catch it and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they kept it. I don't know. It's just like maybe they didn't think about it. Like, right. Know. But it was, yeah, like, really cool how they made him like move and nothing really I don't know unless they edited the shit out of it and made it perfect but
0: (laughs) yeah like I got a little bit of trivia not related to horror at all but I don't know if you guys listen to Daft Punk yeah but but Uh Daft Punk has a music video for the song Technologic and there's like this really creepy robot in there and I had no idea that the robot is the actual underlying animatronic for the original Chucky. oh wow really. so that's cool it's super cool you know what i'm talking about yeah yep. yeah, yeah, yeah
1: slash them kill them I know, I know. so
0: creepy But here I'll-, I'll bring up the picture but yeah chucky
1: that's really cool i didn't know look that. at us getting educated i know <laughs> what? we're all learning things today see that's another thing i love about
2: the 80s because all the horror movies i got educated with a kid <laughs> yeah
0: no but that's yeah. Oh wow, that's really cool. So like, that's the original Chucky doll that they used for. I did not know that the music video. And, oh man, the music video creepy. Now out. you guys, guys like, know. I get it. I know. Right. It's that's really Chucky. cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's... weird
2: because I watched the video too, and I'm like, I didn't clock that. But, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. That's it's really without cool. the
0: skin, you know. So, ugh. Damn. Damn. Right. Yeah, it does look creepy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah.
1: if you think Chucky's scary, like the. I think what that looked like was scarier. Um, Because, like,
0: the bones, and then you have, like, the the gums. Yeah, and then, like, a
1: wire-looking thing. I don't
2: know. It just looks
1: weird. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, But. You couldn't have, you couldn't give me a Chucky doll.
1: Oh, oh no. no! Oh, I'm no. gonna give you one for your birthday. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? The first
2: time you ever give me anything for my birthday.
1: Oh! oh. <laughs> the shade
2: has been thrown today on this
1: episode, people. On this cloudy Utah day today,
0: <laughs> it has been. Thrown.
1: There is tons of shade to be had today, um, but uh, yeah, that's that's a solid pick. I like that. It's on I my too. honorable mentions. It's not on my actual list just because maybe I was older when I saw Ch- Child's Play for the first time. Chucky doesn't scare me. Chucky has never scared me, but I mm, know yeah. that everybody, like all of my friends, like you guys and other people that I've talked to, saw that while they were growing up. I never saw that while I was growing up. Mm, okay. um, That's so, very it so it didn't, it didn't, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I never, I guess I never
2: had. <laughs> Sorry, not all of us can be psychologically
1: advanced. <laughs> <laughs> That's so no. much. Um, no, but like, I guess I just never grew up with that. So, like, I never understood. I guess I never got the feeling of being scared by him mm-hmm. that other people did when they were growing up. So I was like, he doesn't scare me. Like he, he you just but not to say him. that he's yeah. not um a great horror movie villain. Like he's iconic. Like mm-hmm. and I, I, yeah. I do I love the character of Chucky. I love the look of Chucky. Um yeah. I, everything that Kellen was saying basically. I, I that's what I love about that movie. So
2: makes sense though, because I think everybody's different with their childhood, so it's kinda of weird how like Certain people watch certain things when they're kids and other people won't. And then you just right. talk about it later. Like have yeah. never seen Dark Crystal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I have
1: never seen that. Yeah, never. I yeah. I see
0: yeah. I know of it. That's it. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So, yeah, that's a good pick, Kellen. What's your next one, Roman? My next, one, next one
0: Uh, is A Nightmare on Elm Street. I have that one, that's too. So, yeah, so we have some overlap there. This one same thing with chucky it was around the same time i probably saw some clips of it i shouldn't have seen at the age <laughs> I was and they just had such a profound impact and it's just one of those things that when you're growing up like other classmates when you're in school talk about it like freaks really oh, yeah. out. like one two four Come for like you. oh that freaked me out as a kid oh yeah and then there's one scene in the movie where uh our female lead gets sucked into the bed and then just the blood just starts uh
1: not your female lead not the female
0: lead, but one of the female actors. Yes, okay. No, it was right. It's been a while. It was Johnny Depp, Was it a man, really? Yeah. So okay, I don't mean to actually. correct you. No, on no, podcast. it's fine. No, it's fine. Uh, <clears> some <throat> of these movies, it has been a while. Uh, <clears Some> throat> throat> movies, look at Michael's twisting knives. Like, <clears> no, <throat> I just, <throat> well, I just don't want our um, listeners Loves, to be that's, like, excuse me. Do you really like Like, No, I do. It's been a while, though, so come on. All right. But yeah, that, like, I would have nightmares of that same exact, like, scene with just blood coming out and just, again, coming back to really crazy well- done practical effects in the 80s yeah you
1: know? oh for sure like the um that's another movie I, I love that we're segueing into um these so smoothly because I feel like just the 80s just had such like a profound impact on what we could do with the practical effects and the digital, the visual effects and mm-hmm. stuff like that um it opened up a
2: lot of doors that's oh
1: for, for sure, sure. And for everything yeah. and it's it's so fun to see how creative they got like for example for the scene where um nancy's sleeping in bed and then freddie comes out of the wall so yeah. like they basically had like a it wasn't an actual wall it was just uh what is that it's like a stretchy type of fabric type stuff and they just did like they had him push against it and then like go back in God, and stuff like so that real <laughs> oh i know and like just stuff like that with like the long arms when he's walking down the alleyway when he's chasing mm-hmm. uh, what's her name I forget her, the other girl's name, but like Tina, Tina, when he's mm-hmm. chasing Tina and he's got like the scraping, the walls and his arms are like six feet long. Mm-hmm. It's just so <laughs> it's creepy. Like that movie is just, it creepy. is was actually like nightmare material. Yeah. yeah. And the concept as well, like I can't talk about, I can't talk enough about how much I love Wes Craven, but like the ideas that he comes up with mm-hmm. are just so like before their time. Like that movie is so before its time in my opinion, it like just with the concept, the idea, the you know, um, I don't know if you guys know this, and maybe some of the listeners do, but uh, Wes Craven actually got inspired to make this movie because of a story he read in the newspaper about how um, this one guy in I don't I think it was like an Asian country, I can't remember what country it was, but he was having nightmares and he didn't want to go to sleep cuz he was afraid he was going to like so he like had a coffee machine next to his bed and i guess he like died in his sleep and of uh they had a quite a few people die in their sleep like a bunch of yeah i've and
2: heard sp- of that in different movies too i yeah. think the exorcist had problems like that too yeah like some guy fell off a ladder or something and died like wow yeah there's a lot
0: of bad luck supernatural stuff about the exorcist right yeah, so that's, that's what
1: mm-hmm. that's what got him inspired to write a Nightmare on Elm Street. That's what gave him the idea of like what if there's like this demon that kills you in your sleep, which is scary to me because it's it stands out to me as like Freddy Krueger for example, oh my god, so iconic. Right. Like probably if I have a top like I have a top 3, he's probably in my top 3 of like most iconic like horror movie killer villains, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, just the look of him is terrifying. The performance by Robert England is terrifying. Um, just everything like about his character is like really scary, and um, just the fact that you're not even safe going to sleep. Yeah. in this movie, that's Shout the scary thing. the addicts out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, hands up. Cause like that's that's I think what gives it the edge above other slasher movies is like slasher movies. They can't kill you in your dreams. Freddy Krueger can, and that's scary because like not you're not even safe in your sleep in this movie, and it like makes more of like a visceral, I guess, experience. Because I I remember the first time I watched a Nightmare on Elm Street, I was pretty old. Like I was like, I think in eighth grade, maybe a freshman in high school, and those movies scared me then. Like just because I was like, shit, and now I got to go to bed. Yeah, the whole like, (laughs) will
2: I be safe? I like the turnaround with it though. Right. Cause most people are out killing people during the day, you know? But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, shit. yeah. Yeah, this one's it on its head. Yeah. Yeah. This one's killing even you in safe your dreams. As- Asleep right now. Like... Yeah.
1: It's insane. But uh yeah, there's a lot of uh, creepy imagery too. Yeah. With the whole body bag scene. Ugh. That scene yeah. creeps me out. Funny f- fun fact with that, I'm sorry. No, fun fact hear- with that, Lynn Shay is in that movie. The one that's in the Insidious oh, really? movies that plays yeah, she's the teacher. What? A very, very, very young Lin Shay. yeah, Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay. Yep.
2: So like, cause I'm like, you should, like when I saw Insidious, that's when I think I first seen her. Like, yeah. know, this Older chick just started out. Cool. She's killing it. Yeah.
1: Damn. You no, know, she's been right. around a long time. Like she's, she's like, like a, I
2: started out as an extra. <laughs> <pretty>
1: right. <laughs> and it's fun to watch her in a nightmare on Elm Street. Cause I think back 30 years from now, honey, you're going to be in this, like, you're going to have your own like starring role in these movies. For real. Like a really good performance. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say that about? That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so then when you guys watch it again, you're going to be like, that is her. Because her oh, voice so sounds weird. exactly the same. That's how I knew it was oh, her. Really? Okay. Oh, uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, that's Lin Shea. Blew my mind when I first found that out. It blew my <laughs> mind because, I, like, like Kellen I said. I had no idea. Right. Like Kellen said, I had no idea that she was anything in anything other than, like, the Insidious movies. And, like, I... Um, well, not to say that I didn't know she was in anything else, but horror related yeah. is what right, I mean. Right. I, I guess I better spe- specify that. But uh, yeah, so
0: that's crazy. I'm gonna look out for that. Yeah.
1: Interesting. It's a good choice though, Roman. That was on my list as well. Was there it we on go. yours, Kellen? No, because so... I already knew it was on you guys. Kellen's <laughs> like, I'm gonna try to switch
0: yeah, it I up
2: went to the mainstream on that. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's so, mainstream,
0: but it is a classic, you know. Yeah. so I had to put it. So, yeah, Never on the Street. That's my second one. That's a good one. So,
1: I have... Following in the vein of John Carpenter movies. Do you guys want to take a guess on what my next movie is? It came out in 82. Um, it was directed by John Carpenter. Is the
0: thing? Yep. The thing? It is the okay. thing. Yep. That's, that's the one that people always rave about. Yeah. The practicals. And rightly so.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so... Funny. I actually... Not that I don't know the thing well, but I did watch a couple of 80s movies last night just to kind of jog my memory, just yeah, make yeah. sure that when we go into the conversations, I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I'm not like, well, the scene was like, I don't it's really know. It's like, have- there
0: was a girl on the bed and there was blood. Be- was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no,
1: no. Sorry, that kind of sounded up. shit. No, I, didn't, no, no, I was no, no, not to no, shade no. anybody no, in this no, no, room, no. I swear. You were right. You were right. That's true. Um, but uh, no, so I, watched, I actually watched the thing last night um, before I went to bed. And, yeah, the practical effects in that, still, wow. <laughs> They're amazing. Like, um, And I talked about in the first episode when I brought up the thing from 2011, which is a prequel to John Carpenter's original. That's a prequel? It is, okay. yeah. Because um, it explains what happened at the camp that they explore in John Carpenter's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay. So a lot of people's gripes with the sequel was, or with the prequel, was that the visual effects weren't as i guess they were expecting like you know practical effects and stuff like that which i mean right a lot of it was digital um but i think for the time that john carpenter's film came out of course like they only had practical exp- uh, uh practical effects to go off of so you know but i mean even still today when i watch it i'm like those look like icky like yeah. some of the they effects i'm not like age oh, oh that looks gross no like, oh you the original? Way. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like when i watched the original i'm like oh that's kind of icky like the whole scene where yeah that yeah. scene with the <laughs> are you talking about the dogs when they're in the kennel oh yeah and the... Ooh, oh yeah i watched God. that last night i was like oh that looks gross <laughs> like there's just certain things that i'm just like wow like that's really innovative like the the ideas that went with like making the practical effects it's like oh what can we do like open this face
0: up or, <clears> or that's the thing with like practical effects like specifically in the 80s it has such a visceral feel oh yeah like if you could like give the sensation to audiences of like feeling guts and just like that like they really nailed it i feel right
1: um and this is what i also liked about the prequel is like uh the paranoia like of of having, because the because the alien itself is scary enough, but imagine like working with these guys. Like, say it was, say we put ourselves in that situation. We were working at that place, and we had to essentially turn against each other. Yeah. And like, it's that's terrifying in itself as well, because it's right. like the paranoia of like not knowing if that person's a human or if there's something inside of that person that's gonna kill you. Yeah. That's scary too. So the concept of that as well is terrifying. The paranoia. The The claustrophobia being trapped in this one location. Because, you know, like The Shining, they can't just, like, walk out and leave. It's, like, sub-zero temperature. So even if they could leave, they're going to freeze to death out there. Like, they're they're not going to make it, like, very far before they freeze to death due Mm -hmm. to the elements. And so I think just, like, that claustrophobic paranoia, that is added to the suspense of like what the creature looks like and how it can like mimic you perfectly. That's scary enough as it is, but then you add all those other elements in it. And that's why it's such a terrifying movie. Like I watched it last night and I was even like, there were some scenes that I was like, my heart was racing and it was like intense. Like it's just that feeling that you get when you watch a movie and you like put yourself in the shoes of these characters. Like how scary would that be if we all turned on each other and there was no one that we could trust. And, you know um, yeah that's that's why i love this movie so much i love the direction i love the cinematography it's definitely you you watch it and you definitely see the john carpenter style mm-hmm. i love i love how a lot of directors have their specific style in the way that they light certain scenes or the way that they shoot certain scenes or you know there's just a style or the way the performances play out right yeah. there's just a stylistic approach that's different with all directors and I, I just love that. I love mm-hmm. the, I love the approach that John Har- Carpenter takes with all of his movies. It's just, uh, yeah, he's such a genius. <laughs> like him and Wes Craven are my like top two favorite horror directors of all time. But yeah, um,
0: those two really like had a strong footing in the eighties
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to say about the thing before we move on, but I'd say you hit, all the same points I
0: was Probably gonna bring up. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I apologize <laughs> if I've been
1: talking too much, listeners. I. I. Yeah. I, I think it's fun. It's great, <laughs> Kellen. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Sweet. Um. So back to Kellen then. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Evil Dead.
0: That's actually on my list. Yeah, <laughs> that's on my list too. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, no. It's not on my list, but it's on my honorable mention. want so. Really? It was on my Go list. Go to your room. <laughs> Go to your room. You're grounded. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> no, I first seen that when I was in high school. And we were hanging out at one of my friends' house, and we just watched it in the basement. I was like, I think my jaw was on the floor the whole time. I was like, this is really happening. <laughs> like, I'll never get that scene with the trees. Oh, yeah. the tree rape <laughs> scene, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't even know uh, yeah. how you, like, describe it, because there's
1: listeners, but man. Oh, works. I was like, did she really yeah. just get assaulted like that? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, I think the scene that really got me was the scene where they're all playing cards, and she's already possessed, and she's like, Ace of Spades! I and know. then she turns around, <laughs> and her face is all like, I was like, when I watched that the first time, I was like, oh my god, that's scary. <laughs> like, the ooh, it's just <laughs> creepy. I don't know. Like, even though the, like,
2: how do you say it? The how they filmed it like was kind of cheesy. Kind of like, like yeah, fuzzy. like B B horror. Oh for sure, yeah, B movie.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, it just made it kind of looked yeah. like an older movie, even though it was like eighty one. But it looked like something from like the early seventies. Uh huh. Oh like, yeah. Just kind of I don't know. You watch it now, it's kind of like, well, wow, kind of they fucked up a little bit on this. <laughs> like, yeah. But. I mean, the hair was cool. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about, like,
0: the budget they filmed it on, like, it really? was a yeah. shoestring budget. It was budget. a very shoestring budget. Like, the director, Sam Raimi, I remember them explaining, um, they made, like, a glide cam. And for Whoa. listeners, a glide cam is basically, like, just some kind of, like, ramp you make for the camera to kind of It's like a, on again. a string almost, right? Uh, not really on a In string, a fr- but there's, like, some, some balls and bearings that allows you to, like, move and get, like, uh, okay. like wide panning shots. Okay. Um, they didn't have the budget for that. So what they made, and... I'm not 100% sure what the name was, but I'm going to paraphrase here. They call it, like, vaseline vision And they just got a metal rod, a metal kind of, like, plank uh, plank that they got. Uh Just scrubbed it down Vaseline. Just put a whole bunch of Vaseline on it. Put a plate with a camera on it and just allowed that to be their... That's really cool. And it was so just, like, DIY kind of trashy, but it got the effect that they needed. Right. Like
1: with the, you're talking about with like the, the uh, point of view
0: shots of like the demon going through. Yeah. The going through or like going through, yeah. I remember the shot with like through a window and yeah, that's, like, cool. that's how they managed to capture the shots. Man. And it's just the, the kind of just like working with what you got or trying to right. make something work really added to its kind of campiness. Yeah. But in a good way, like it felt intentional. Oh like yeah. Felt like they, Again, I, I I don't know too many of the production notes, but I think they try to get shots that they could, and if they knew they couldn't, they wouldn't. Right. Right. But if they it knew it was out of their budget uh-huh. or
1: out of their realm of being able to do it with that budget. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
2: Just, most of their budget probably went to the effects
1: anyway. Right. That that effects, <laughs> like, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean that explains a little bit, but <laughs> the the effects are still there. Are some effects that are still pretty good though, like yeah, the, anc- yeah. the pencil in the ankle. That killed. me. Ooh, yeah. and or then like, she's like you know, twisting was, it. Yeah. She's like oh so cringe bad. every time.
2: Spoiler think, alert people, sorry about that, but I think my knees hit my face every time Because oh. I just cringe so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like hit, like the chopping up of the body. Oh my like, gosh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I don't want to go too off topic with the original Evil Dead, but with the remake, I love the remake. I think that was really good. And I love what they did with the remake. They they did all practical with the remake. So like they did the same, they went back to the same roots that the original one did where they, I mean, and that's cool because they had the means to do more than just practical effects. They could have had visual effects and they had a huge budget. Like they had a pretty big budget for this film, but they did practical effects for everything. And that's what I love about the original and the remake. And the fun, a fun fact about the remake actually is that the scene where um, she gets possessed, When you hear the audio track of like, um, one by one we will take you, you know that whole like, Mm -hmm. that was the original audio from the original Evil Dead. Oh really? So yeah, they didn't re-record the audio. So when she's like one by one we will take, it's from the original. (laughs) Holy shit! Yeah, so it's really cool.
0: So you feel like it was a very like, like well done homage almost to the original. It was a love letter. Oh for sure, one hundred percent. I wish they'd
2: do that more. I think. Oh for sure. Just to kind of pay respects, instead of just, like, when they do, mo- like, some of the reboots now is, like, totally off from, like, the original. It's, like, okay. Right. Yeah. Like, I think it's kind of disrespectful in a way, like.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm all about, like, you changing up certain things to right. to make it your own. But, like, for example, with Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I actually kind of gotten in a little, like, discussion with my friend yesterday about how much I hate the fact that they give, they give Michael a backstory in Rob Zombie's remake. Because what made Michael scary in the original was that you don't know why he kills. He just, he's an unstoppable evil force that just kills. And Mm -hmm. he's fueled by this like unknown evil that he has. Like, and that's scarier to me than having a backstory about like some white trash hillbilly family that like, but, but also I will say I'm going to give credit to my friend here also because he did put it in perspective for me in a specific way. He said, you know, back in the day that would have worked maybe not so much now in the day, like today Mm -hmm. you have, you're more current with like serial killers. Like, you know more about like how serial killers came from like broken families and stuff like that. And he's like, so that for the time that was a lot scarier back in 1978, it's still scary, but like, I understand what he's saying by maybe it wouldn't work quite well with audiences today. If we were to do the same approach with Rob zombies movie that we did with uh, John Carpenters. Yeah. If that makes sense. Still hate it though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying and, I'm and I'm like not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna argue with that. I, I still hate the fact that he gave Michael a backstory, but that's goes into the topic of, you know, making it your own, you know. Right. But also still having that homage you're paying your respects to what came before. Yeah. yeah. Um and I feel like Evil Dead, the remake, did very well in paying respect to and Sam Raimi did produce. Evil Dead as well. Oh, sweet. And nice. if you guys follow, if you guys finish to the credits, the end credits, um, the guy that plays, um, uh, oh, um, Ash, Bruce Campbell. Okay. Um, there's a little fun little cameo at the end of the Evil Dead remake where he goes, okay. he just looks up at the, like, it's like a profile and he just looks up and he goes, groovy. And that's it. <laughs> but it's so fun because it's that's like you very can tell, <laughs> yeah, you can tell that the director really wanted to um, pay homage to that movie. And, funny, you had um, Don't Breathe on your
0: 2010s Yeah, list. I did. Yes, I did. Same director as Evil Dead. Did you know that? For the remake of Evil Dead? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Cool. All right. I probably really dig the remake thing. Or not the remake, but, you know, like the reboot.
1: Yeah, yeah. You'd like it if you haven't huh. seen it. It's pretty, it's, I mean, the remake's really gory, Very really gory. bloody. You watched it with me that one yeah. night, Helen. Yeah. Okay. It was good, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um I as my brother as...
0: saying he he did, he did watch it, and he really didn't like it. Because he'd be like, this is a creepy movie. Like, oh, this well, feels, yeah. like, demonic, almost. Uh, well, like, it is. <laughs> I mean, it is. And he said, like, I could watch the original Evil Dead, but for some reason, this one is, is way too much for me. I'm like, huh, yeah, okay. He's,
1: hes like, a little bit too evil for me.
0: I mean, is that true, though? Like, does it feel a little it is. more I mean, sinister than the... Oh, for the sure. ...the of the original? Oh, one? for sure. Well, because um,
1: the remake is a definitely more straightforward horror there okay. isn't really anything comedic about it. Okay, gotcha. Like, nothing comedic about it. It's just mostly just straight up horror, okay. which I like. Um, but I also like that we have a, kind of the, the best of both worlds Hannah Montana reference for all those, <laughs> you know. Um, it's like a live we, yeah. with a Disney <laughs> Channel. <video. laughs> As a segue <laughs> into my previous episode when I opened up with <laughs> You're Watching Disney Channel. that's good And yeah, you start singing, like, some Miley on my um <laughs> i mean really though you get the best of both worlds because you get like the campiness of the original but mm-hmm. then if you don't if you don't like the campiness of the original you can go to the remake and have a more straightforward horror movie yeah so
0: but do you yeah up the anti do you not yeah.
1: exactly yeah i guess that's true okay great movie though kellen i love that movie it's not on my list but i still love it oh honorable, mention?
0: honorable mention okay, yeah
1: there you go all right so cool yeah.
0: sweet and uh roman my turn now yeah okay so we already did evil dead so i could skip over that (laughs) we're gonna be skipping over this one michael this one i feel is a movie that like a lot of people i don't really talk about maybe it's because a lot of people don't haven't really seen it but it's a a jeff goldblum movie that he stars in it is before jurassic park uh i i think it gave him his break i think this was a movie that got him on the map as like uh, as a well-known actor uh, any guesses? Oh uh, no! Um, Lost. So this is a movie called The Fly.
1: Okay, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. <laughs> I haven't. Either. You guys I, never have never it? Actually, I so, know, I what, know I what the poster looks like.
0: <laughs> so this one. Oh man, this is. It's a it's a horror film, but it's more like ah, describe
1: it. Is it like a body horror? Yeah. Kind of like that's the it. thing almost. Yeah,
0: essentially like that. So a guy, or American
1: Werewolf in London. Yeah. Just a transformation. That almost it. made it on my list.
0: Honorable mention, but yeah. Really? And I haven't seen this. Those are good ones. Those are really good practical effects too. But the fly, so Jeff Goldblum, super young, it's really crazy, uh, goes through, a, without him really knowing in the beginning, a process in which his DNA is infused with that of a fly. And at first, Ooh. he goes about his day normally. But as. Days progress. As weeks progress, his body starts morphing to that of a fly, but it, it's it's more grotesque than that. Like, his hand starts to fall off. His skin starts really? to fall off. Like, antenna comes from his head. Like, it's it's gory, but, like, gory in the way that, like, it's disgusting, it's I guess. It's, like, gross. Yeah. That and
1: totally
2: fits today's society right now. <laughs> <With> this, <laughs> I feel like diet, that's yeah. next, you know? Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh it's, yeah, it's not a scary movie. The fear really comes from just, like, that disgust, you know, that, like, going you have to watch. watch this. How Me gross too. it is. Phenomenal film. Really good. Uh, yeah, The Fly.
1: Nice. Well, nice. I feel like it would also be scary because it's, like, I feel like with um, movies like that, like I said, with The Thing and stuff, um, a thing that I forgot, actually forgot to say about The Thing is it's also scary because it's, like, body transformation would be terrifying to be like what is happening to my body oh yeah Yeah. like like, i'm a hypochondriac so like when i get sick i'm like i'm dying i have cancer i'm (laughs) always like i always every time i get headaches or something i'm like cancer you got to web and then when i web md it just makes it worse i'm just like spiral i go into this like panic spiral or i'm just You're like, like oh i my probably god. have a month oh no three days <laughs> okay <laughs> 10 minutes all right cool <laughs> you read my will yeah i just i just fucking like spiral down <laughs> into like oh my god it could be this i could have this i could you have just that go for the worst. right so like the whole body horror element like even though i haven't seen the fly like i feel like watching that movie would yeah. probably freak me out because I'd I'm be the like, same way, Ooh. though. Right.
2: Like, can you just imagine, like, transforming, and all, no, Like, there's no explanation as to why. Just, and there's like, nothing you can do about it. The panic that comes with it, yeah. It's kind okay. of like District yeah. 9. Oh, yeah. freak me out. I a little off-subject, but. Nine. I really want to it. has been it.
1: a really long time since I've seen that, but, yeah, That's I know one. what you're yeah, talking okay. about.
0: Freak me out.
1: So, yeah. Anything else you want to say about The Fly before we move on?
0: Uh, no. Really good film, though. Like, if you guys I'm, haven't seen it, go it's see really it. cool. Like, it's it's not really scary either. It's just more just gross, you know? And I'm down. And the effects are great, you know? So really driving wow. home the point that the 80s had phenomenal effects. Nice. The Fly is a good example of that. So, yeah.
1: All right. Sweet. So, the next one on my list is um, a movie that came out in 88. It's... <laughs> Another <clears throat> installment of my favorite horror film of all time. So if you guys want to take a guess on what that one is. Halloween. Halloween. Three. Close. Halloween 4, Return you of Michael Myers. three, huh? Well, because Halloween 3 um, doesn't have Michael Myers in it at all. Oh, really? And okay. people have a lot of gripes about that. People hated Halloween 3 when it first came out. But now it's regarded as a, one of the best Halloween films. As a cinematic because if you will, yeah. And I, I'll admit when I heard about Halloween three back in the day, I was like, I don't want to watch that. It doesn't have Michael Myers in it. So I guess I kind of had the same like narrow minded mentality that like other people had when it first came out without seeing it, though. without seeing uh, it. I hadn't okay. seen it, yeah. but when I did see it, I will say that it's in the top five tier of best Halloween movies okay ever. Yeah. All it's right. in my top five and it's in a lot of people's top fives that I like watch a lot of um, people's lists on YouTube. Like, movie um, okay. crit- or movie uh, reviewer people they list that as one of their tops it's a really good movie and but there's no
0: Michael Myers no Michael
1: Myers at all, no Myers at all. so what John Carpenter wanted to do was he wanted after the second one he wanted to completely scrap Michael Myers completely because in his mind Michael Myers was dead because after the second one mm. it leaves yeah. it up to interpretation so John Carpenter didn't want to have anything to do with the Michael Myers story he didn't want to have anything to do with the Jamie Lee Curtis story like that was done to him yeah. It was, like, signed, closed, and sealed. Very, little did like, he know.
0: Right, little <laughs> he did he know, yeah.
1: Uh, but, um, so, for the third movie, he wanted to create, like, an anthology series where it was, like, every, every Halloween or something like that, he would release a new film that was, like, a different, like, installment. So, uh, this one was completely different, completely, like, scrapped the Michael Myers story. Um, but... Yeah, that's all I'll say about Halloween 3 for right now because I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about that movie. Uh-huh. Um, but I will talk about Halloween 4 real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so it takes place 10 years after the original. So it follows um a young actress named Danielle Harris. Okay. Which, fantastic actress, by the way. She is so good in this movie. She plays, I believe in the movie, she plays Laurie Strode's daughter. Okay. Um, But in this timeline, Laurie Strode... If you guys remember from the '90s episode, I talked about how Lori Strode faked her death in Halloween H2O. I think they went with this uh, idea in Halloween Four. So, like, basically, she's not living with her mom; she's basically living with other f- members of her family. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to spoil too much about Halloween Two if people hadn't seen it. But I guess I kind of have to if I'm going to talk about my gripes with this movie yeah, because yeah. I, I I do feel like it's a very very strong installment for a halloween movie like it's there's some scary moments there's some really great kills there's some great um acting specifically from daniel harris god she's a great actor she's actually in the rob zombie halloween she plays annie annie Brackett. yep she's okay oh
3: wow yeah
1: she uh if that's that was fun to me when i found that out when i watched halloween for the first time rob zombie's version i was like she looks familiar. Why does she look familiar? Because I mean, she basically looks the same that she did that she was when she was a child to when she grew up. So right. I was like, why does she look so familiar? <laughs> Blue, another one that blew my mind when I found out that she was in the original You're Halloween. You're really at
0: like pointing out <laughs> actors and like, I know them. <laughs> I like, know. Like, it's like, kind of my um, strong
1: suit, I guess you could say. Uh, but um, yeah, no, she's, she's fantastic in this movie. Um, really good child actress. Uh, the mask... Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst mask that I've seen in the Halloween movies, but certainly not the best. Um, still like it, though. Still a good Halloween movie. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm ragging on it more than I'm talking about, like, good things about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it made my list because I, on an enjoyability level, I really love it. Um, there's a lot of, like, feeling. Um, they did a really good job setting the tone to match the first two Halloween movies, so the tone is right. The the way that Michael Myers walks is right. Everything about it tone-wise and like film-wise is right. There are just certain things that I have gripes with. Like so for example in Halloween 2, spoiler alert people if you don't want to listen any further, maybe skip ahead a little further. That's your warning. So <laughs> before I go forward, yeah. Um so in the Halloween 2 it's revealed that Jamie Lee Curtis's character Laurie is Michael's sister. Right. And so basically, from then on, the rest of the movies take place, him kill, trying to kill every remaining member of his bloodline. So his his next target is this little girl because she, he's basically her uncle. And so he wants her dead because, you know, he wants to kill everyone that's related to, her, to Laurie Strode. And I have problems with that because that gives Michael Myers, one, a motive for what he does, which I talked about in the first one, which is scary. You don't... Because in the first one, the reason why he goes after Laurie Strode in the per- first place is because she comes across all of her friends dead. He wouldn't have come after her if she wouldn't have like seen. seen what she saw. Yeah. So the whole reason why Halloween one and two, up until you find out that she's his sister, it all works because it's like he's going after her because you she's know she's a witness. She's a witness. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it makes it scarier because you don't know why he's killing. With this one, he has a motive now. And it's, it's just... It takes away from the character of Michael Myers in a way that... And it just gets further more ridiculous and redundant in, like, the sequels with... Oh, I'm just going to kill everyone in my bloodline. Like, it's just kind of... I don't know. It's just stupid. You don't like the direction. I, do. I, I don't like... well Okay, like I, like I said, I like the direction of the fourth one. However, I feel like it would have been a much scarier movie to have him going after... Because it's scary enough that he's going after, like, a six-year-old girl. That's terrifying right. because, like she's defenseless she can't defend herself that's terrifying enough as it is but then how much scarier imagine how much scarier it would have been if he didn't have a motive for doing it he's just going after whoever and it doesn't matter who it is child grown up mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter he's going after whoever he wants to go after because he has this evil inside of him that he can't contain that is scarier to me mm-hmm. so the fact that you give him a motive makes it less scarier in my opinion But that's all I'll say about that. I feel like I've ranted on too long (laughs) about this movie. But solid movie. I feel like everything about it, tone-wise, direction-wise, really matches the feel and the look of the first two. Hmm. So that, I will say, is a positive. The acting is a positive. It made my list because it's entertaining. I think it's a good, solid installment. So Halloween 4, 1988. Very nice. Okay, guys, and that is our halfway point of this episode, so we are going to take a short little break and let you hear a word from our sponsor. All right, guys, we are back, and we are through the halfway point of our episode, so Roman, would you like to start us off with the next one on your
0: list? Yeah, so the next one on my list, uh, after some overlap with some other ones, this would make my fifth, would be a little movie called Poltergeist. Ooh, mm. That's on my list too. I think everybody had that one. So okay, guys. not like you <laughs> three know, for three. Really? <laughs> what? Not Pick the number most... three, my lord. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so not one of the most like hardcore <laughs> horror films of the '80s. You know, it's like kind of geared as a family horror film. Oh, for sure. If I, if I'm not mistaken, really love it. Um, produced by Steven Spielberg. Like it has a Spielberg film too. Uh, vibe to it. I really oh, yeah. uh, love it. Great movie. Iconic mm-hmm. moments. You know, like there and all that it's they're here so Yeah, so good I never trusted kids so. oh I know <laughs> <laughs> but I think like I watched a movie when I was younger and I really did enjoy it it didn't scare me except for one scene it was a scene with the father are you talking about the in scene the bathroom, bathroom? Yeah. oh my god where he's peeling his that face off Oh terrified god. Oh my so god, much yeah. and like now that I'm older looking at the rating for the movie it's still PG it's still a PG film and that like mm. blows my mind because like he's ripping the skin off his face we get into the bone. He, and it looks
1: really oh. like even today, I'm still kind of like, I mean, it looks, it doesn't look as good as it probably would have back yeah. in like that right. time. But when I look at it, still, I'm like, oh, yeah, that it really looks is, ru- it's, like it's it's, it's grotesque. <laughs> skincare routine. That's my daily skincare routine. I just go in the bathroom and rip my face um, off. You want for the rest of the day?
2: So <laughs> you want to
1: have perfect skin like me, <laughs> listeners? Well, here's the trick to do it: just go in the bathroom and rip your skin off every day. <laughs> works for me it'll work for you no blemishes <laughs> and that's Shout not a sponsorship that. either that's just coming from me <laughs> that to oh <laughs> okay.
0: but yeah uh guys. so we made it on your guys list too what, what do you have to add to about the movie i think
2: again with the special effects more towards the end that was crazy oh yeah and the whole like what was she doing she would
1: like grab like sideways on the door oh up. yeah yeah, oh, that yeah was yeah. crazy that's really cool oh the the um the clown is also kind of scary too the clown scene i can't do oh yeah it's pretty yeah. freaky and then the whole uh pole scene where like this okay i may be wrong with this fact it may have been proven um as a hope or like as a myth but I've heard from several people that the skeletons used in that scene were actual skeletons. That's what I heard too. Like actual cadaver that skeletons that they used.
0: I've heard that rumor. But
1: I don't know if that's a rumor or if that's fact. I've gotta figure out if that's fact. So I'm okay. not gonna, you know, say it's fact and let's, let's
0: fact check. We'll come back next episode. Show yeah. our findings. Now I'm pretty sure people can look it up. People don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're like, What the fuck <laughs> ever? I just <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay, <guys>. Next movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um but
1: uh yeah. Good movie. I I like the. I also like the superstitions surrounding that movie, the fact that the actress that plays Caroline, died. Like oh yeah, I think it was during filming of Poltergeist three she died.
0: Like the whole film series itself has a lot of. It's centered around a lot of like weird
1: supernatural like superstitions. And and doesn't
0: it all also stem back to that fact about like the actual skeleton? Like a lot of people bring it back to that. Yeah,
1: is that it was like very. Well, first of all, I think it's kind of in bad taste that you would use a real skeletons anyway. I think that's kind of gross, to well, be me, honest. I like, Pirates of the Caribbean, they, the ride at Disneyland
0: has a real skeleton.
1: I did not know that. That's oh, you didn't? That's really <laughs> scary. I don't like that. <laughs>
2: no wonder I'm haunted and cursed. I know. I'll never ride that, or, ride that I'll never ride it again. Right?
0: Well, actually, it's just the skull, but still. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, that makes a little bit <laughs> well, yeah. Donated by UCLA, I think. And it's yeah. at the very end of the ride.
1: Yeah, well, not yeah. only that, um, they had several deaths on that movie. Actually, the daughter—I don't know if she plays the daughter, but she's like the teenager. She's like a teenager in that movie. Okay. She got murdered shortly after that movie got made too. Her, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, she got murdered. Um, just a lot of things that surround the movie are interesting too. The whole like. Superstitious... I think that's the
2: movie that actually made me start believing like <clears throat> the supernatural stuff. Yeah. Like, All right. Like, how do you explain that? It's right. Weird.
1: Yeah, I still think yeah, like what you were saying, Kellen, Like, I think the visual effects still like hold up for the most part today. Like the whole, like the door scene where she's like getting pulled into like the, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, just great performances from everybody. Great acting, great cinematography. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And the whole scene where the house, like, is it, that's the house cave in on itself. Essentially. That still looks pretty cool too. Even today, like by today's standards, I feel it still feel like that looks pretty dope. Mm as far as, like, visual effects go, but... <laughs> Good pick. And I'm glad like, that was they're... all on three <laughs> of our lists, because, like... I know, I'm like, um,
2: we know too much about each other.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> we're like... gonna hit somewhere where we all have the same yeah. one on our list at and some point. And how weird, like, that movie, though. Could've right. Been, like, Chucky,
2: guys.
0: <laughs> well, Chucky just freaks me out. That's why I didn't think <laughs> my list. that's was, like, too scary. Mm, <laughs> too scary for that. you.
1: Too real. Yep. All right, so... But
0: yeah, Poltergeist. Also, that iconic last shot. They'd no longer have a house. I gotta go to a hotel. Get the little TV. Push it out of there. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Where they're like, fuck this TV. <laughs> fuck your couch. <laughs> fuck your TV. Oh, uh, I thought that was funny. That was a great like just like a lighthearted kind of funny note at the end. Yeah. of Yeah,
1: but yeah. I still I can't wrap my head around the fact that that's a PG movie though. So you yeah. were taking your kids to that movie in the '80s?
0: Dude, Jaws was PG too when it came out. There was, like, nakey lady, There's like a naked lady. There's a Boing, boy, nakey boy right at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, that's and also like a kid gets like taken by a shark and you see like an fly out oh so, yeah yeah it's a pg film and yeah.
1: it's pretty violent it's wow so like no wonder the crime rates went up we get <laughs> i know right <laughs> it's like we're getting our ratings just for having a freaking if you see a nipple folks just kidding well especially
2: in the 80s like that shit like you can see like commercials now that would not fly in the <laughs> 80s like no. i'm just like
1: they really just said
0: that in front of <laughs> holy crap right i think the same with the movie airplane airplane's like really risque and that's pg
1: yeah that right. blows yeah. my mind but maybe the ratings were different back then so maybe PG-13 or maybe PG because well, there was, was no PG-13 are equivalent was to like I don't know parental guidance obviously yeah, is yeah, what yeah. that means for all you didn't know parental guidance <laughs> is PG just parental shorted. guidance <laughs> <laughs> so everybody in an R-rated world right now so <laughs> <laughs> it did exist once
2: upon a time guys
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man all jokes aside though that is a good movie I'm glad that was all on our list, so. Heck yeah.
2: So, that's Kellen,
1: classic. do you want to, uh, is this your final
2: one? Pretty much. Yeah.
0: All right. Wow. Oh, that's fine.
2: Well, I got two, but. Oh, okay. I don't think.
1: Was the, Poltergeist one of the two, though? No. Oh, okay, cool. So we have two more of you, then. There we go. Yay.
0: Um, Sigourney Weaver,
2: 86.
1: Alien.
0: Alien. Yeah, that's on my list, too. <laughs> getting the mantle from Ridley Scott, James Cameron. <laughs>
1: It's not on my list. Sorry, guys. No, I hate to be the bearer of bad uh, news, but I've talked about it in a last. How act. is your
2: aunt not part of your list?
1: <laughs> my aunt. Oh, my
2: God. Your aunt Sigourney You're here? getting deleted off. Facebook <laughs> Does your aunt look doing?
0: like Sigourney Weaver? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> really? I mean, you kind of
2: look like her. So.
1: Actually, you know what? I take that as a compliment. For a minute, I was like, "Bitch." That was a compliment. Oh, geez, I know she's Weaver. gorgeous. Yeah, she is. She is gorgeous. But she's really tall. Oh my gosh. Fine. I take that as a compliment. She looks good now. I Even know. Now sorry. Um, but I have talked about it previously. I don't remember if it was my 2000s or my 90s. I talked about, I like James Cameron's, but I like Alien better. I, I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it did But make Aliens is still
0: good, though. Right. Yeah. It's just not really horror. There's more action in it. But it's, you know, yeah. it's,
1: it's still a great film. I'm
2: with it you made me not part. want to go to space.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It made me believe in
1: Aliens. Oh, for sure
0: yeah alien so what are we gonna talk yeah i was gonna about? say what we're we gonna talk about it
1: i'm gonna let you guys um, take the floor on this one okay, because you haven't seen it i have seen it but it's not on my list so okay. i i'll let you guys i feel like i spent a lot nope
0: no not at anything you oh, okay. Know what? Oh, okay this
1: is over i'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> it's done. producer can we get him can we get the host out of here I, can you get I will host, car? <laughs> cancel canned out of here kellen's like i will host this damn show myself where's the valet guy
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but okay. yeah so uh i feel like aliens with an s really show like the precursor to james cameron's like action film sensibilities True. like there are some horror elements into it just like the original alien film right but we paint uh ridley's character Ridley ripley oh, i always f this up it's ripley it's ripley but it's like ridley because, Scott, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and also yeah okay anyway uh so ripley <laughs> i was gonna say like there's a character in the metroid series the metroid prime games uh uh-huh. the, the bad guy's name is ridley Oh, As an homage kind okay, of to right. Weaver, but it trips me up all the time. Yeah. So Ripley's character, you know, goes from being kind of like the hero in the original Alien to more like the badass in Aliens. Like she, she definitely is not someone who's hiding and fearful and running away, but like confronting straight up, you know, these aliens that are trying to take over the ship. So uh, really just a different tone from the original Alien movie, but in a good way, you know, like it's I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Because I feel like she steps up from just being like, because she, she's already badass enough in the original Alien, but I feel like from what I remember, she like steps it up, like she ups the ante much the more. She badass, becomes like yeah. an action hero because she's like to the badass. point where she's right. like, I don't, I'm not scared of these things anymore.
0: Fuck with me, you know? Yeah, basically. yeah. Uh-huh. So and then, and then later, Aliens three, which you talked about in the '90s episode, kind of David Fincher falls the same like mantle, like right. less like the original Alien and more like the action vibe of the Aliens movie, yeah. but yeah.
1: Super good. Super good. I kind
2: of feel like with her as an actress, like, she kind of took those roles and applied pieces of them to her, what's the word, her roles into, like, the future. Like, other performances? Oh, like, other, yeah. yeah. Like, she still carried, like, that badass like I could totally see that with, think, like,
0: uh, Avatar. Avatar, oh, yeah. yeah. Avatar, totally. Yeah. like, yeah. is this Ripley? What? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I
1: love her little uh, cameo in Finding Dory. Oh yeah. Have you seen Finding Dory? <laughs> that was weird. I know. I was dying, though. That was, like, the part of the movie that I was, like, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and it was just because it came so out of left field. She's oh, like, yeah. hi, I'm Sigourney Weaver. Like, I was just like,
0: what? You, <laughs> the, like, the yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. I, I died. It was, yeah. <laughs> totally unexpected.
0: Like, Finding Dory was a really good movie. It like, was. I liked it more uh, than I thought I was going to you know that yeah. was just gonna be like a cash grab like, oh, that was actually no, on, on
2: my list for the 2000s <laughs> finding <laughs> 12, <laughs> terrifying <laughs> terrifying <laughs> a terrifying feeling of being
3: lost oh man <laughs> <laughs> Little um, Mermaid was right there too <laughs> <laughs> just naked <neck> <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: but yeah that's the uh, there There we go aliens yeah It's good one oh, Kellen's list also made on my list too so yeah love it all right. Oh, face, so it's
1: Michael. It's my turn.
0: <laughs> Just kidding. Uh,
1: <laughs> so my next one. Um, I told you guys I have a lot of slasher lists on my, or I have a lot of slasher movies on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next one is another Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but it's a Nightmare on Elm Street
0: three D. Dream Dream three Warriors. D. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> three D. Um, that would suck. Think I about know. that. Ugh.
0: Like friday the 13th and three not friday the 13th uh, number one else, 3D, on 3d no 3D. friday the 13th did have 3d though did it really i
1: think it was i don't remember which one it was it I'd may be have been either enough. the second or the third one but i don't remember but yeah it did have 3d oh. yeah
2: um how was that <laughs> okay. Cause i know you went
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you saying i'm old is that no. what you're saying i'm just kidding
2: i'm saying you're that curious
1: oh <laughs> no i have never actually seen it in 3d before um But anyway, yeah. No, uh, Dream Warriors (laughs) from 1987. Dream Warriors? Yeah, that's what it's called. I've never heard of that movie. And it's really... Because that's that's like, in regards to like, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, like, that's a lot of people's like, second favorite from the original. Like, that's what most people say is like, their strongest second. Like, like Halloween 2. Yeah. Or, you know, that would be their strong second. as like a strong installment in that movie. So, Yeah. Basically, it centers around a bunch of kids at like this mental institution. Okay. That are all being like attacked by Freddy in their dreams and stuff, and nobody will believe them. Like, it's kind of follows the vein of the first one where it's like, oh, you guys are just being kids. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're talking about. They're just nightmares. Um, So, it's basically about all these kids, like, they're trying to group together and defeat Freddy. But what I really like about it is. Heather Langenkamp's character—I forgive me if I butchered her last name—she comes back to reprise her role as Nancy in the third one, and so she basically comes back as the only one who believes that these kids are going through what they're going through. So okay. she like ends up helping them try to figure out how to kill Freddy, and so like this this movie in particular has a lot of really fun kills. Um, there's yeah, there's just so many fun kills that are like still really even today when I watch it I cringe Um, like there's one specific one that's just like really to me Um, because it has to do with tendons and that's all I'll say with that veins tendons shit like that Ooh, I I don't like it Um, but there's like also really fun campy ones like there's one where he like throws a girl's head through the TV he's like welcome to prime time bitch (laughs) and then like shoves her into the TV it's really fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry if you guys didn't like my uh, Freddy
0: Krueger impersonation. No, but it's The best I can. That do. me of like you can see Rick and Morty. Yeah. So like the scary Terry thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> uh, oh, for cool. for all
1: you listeners, that's the deepest you'll ever hear my voice go. Also. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a it's a fun movie. Fun kills. Uh, great performances. Uh, I love, like I said, I just love that the character of Nancy gets to come back and reprise her role. It's just a, it's a fun movie. Mm. It's a really fun film. I like it. I feel like it's definitely um, second from the first one, the strongest uh, predecessor that followed after it. So yeah, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three, Dream Warriors. Nice. So Roman, you want to say yours next?
0: Yeah, sure. So this one uh I vaguely remember watching as a kid, but it's more just like the connotations of like what this film is about, and like me growing up, is what makes it like scary and on mm-hmm. my list. So this is a Stephen King novel <gasps> it, movie. Can I guess? Yeah, sure. Is it Pet Sematary? It is Pet Sematary. Oh, okay, because I
1: have the same reason for it being on my list than you do. Then okay, okay. okay. So
0: the reason being is uh, I watched this film so long ago when I was a kid, so I don't remember that much. But when I was uh, growing up, live in a small town in California. A very small population but where I lived we lived right next to a cemetery that um, was a really old cemetery like the founding members of the people who found this town uh, were buried there mm-hmm. but the biggest like centerpiece of the whole cemetery was this giant uh oh I'm getting ahead of myself okay so uh this cemetery itself a lot of people for whatever reason started this rumor that it was a pet cemetery Oh, God. There like, was a pet cemetery. There was pets buried there. Um, used to be Native American tra- Like, whatever you whatever you could think of. You know, right. like, haunted, supernatural, creepy, don't go there. It would always get trashed because teenagers would go there being stupid, you know? Yeah. But I just always remember that. So, seeing this film connected to a me. Little, got, it was a little like, too real. Yeah, I was like, oh, shoot, I live in a This is scary. <laughs> I think, in my opinion, the reason why this rumor even started is because, first of all, the cemetery you can't use like it's kind of like a historic landmark and the biggest centerpiece in the cemetery this is why i got ahead of myself was this black tombstone who's was huge of a civil war i think general that kind of was buried there wow. with his war horse oh like, wow. i want to be buried with my horse and that's what they did that's crazy and the horse's name is more prominent than his own name and i think that's kind of like where the rumor started like oh yeah. there's a horse buried there there's probably other animals too and yeah there we go that and with well, the hype of the movie them yeah. like yeah. ooh let's scare each other it's a pet cemetery yeah, like, yeah. that's true too and yeah. then like
2: a small town everybody's gonna
1: believe what they hear oh right. totally totally so me growing up I'm like I don't wanna go there that's weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you seen pet cemetery Kelly? I have oh you. I recommend you watch it it's so like I don't know I think um because as i've stated in prior episodes like this was not the first movie i was introduced to but i had seen snippets of it on tv like whenever it was on tv and there are moments that like stick out to me from even like back when i was a child like i remember certain things that really stuck out to me because they terrified me so much like in specifically there's a scene where the mom character goes into her room and the the lady with the like fucked up back Mm. is hunched in the corner and she's like, I'm going to like break your back so you can never walk again. That scene, (laughs) that scene above all was like the scariest, like scene for me to see on TV as a child. Like you even look scared. (laughs) No, like it gives me chills even talking about because there's like, and it's not even just like scary scenes in general. It's like, I don't know if it's the way the movie's filmed or like the way they light the film or there's just always this uneasy, like, Under your skin feeling Even when there's scenes That aren't scary Yeah It's just the way it's There's like a filter That's the best way I can say it Because there's certain movies That are old That freak me out Just because they're old Yeah And they're not necessarily Like The Wizard of Oz The Wizard of Oz is scary to me Because it's like so old And like there's certain things About it that are just like Ugh it's creepy Because it's old I I don't know how to explain it it. It's the
0: association With like the The Pink Floyd album Right And like that association Like really creeped me out As a kid Yeah 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 So it's like Makes sense. When you
1: have like certain, I guess, um, from stemming from like a young child, like when we talked about with your first pick with the the Muppets movie, it's like, you'd remember certain things that stood out to you when you were a kid that really scared you. Yeah, And that's one of those, that's one of those things that this movie like is very prominent to me is standing out as being like so terrifying to me. Nightmare fuel when I was a child, uh-huh. did not like it, took me a really long time to work up the nerve, like to watch it. Like, Mm. all the way through. Like, when I was actually getting to the point where I was like, all right, I can watch these movies now. That was a movie that I was like, I don't know, because it really scared me when I was a kid. I don't know Mm. if I can watch this. But I watched it, and it it was still creepy to me, but it wasn't, like, terrifying. Okay. It's still a terrifying idea, though, that your loved ones come back, but it's not really them. It's like yeah. somebody else, like yeah. it's something else and that's creepy to me.
0: Like when I was a kid it gave me, like I don't know if you guys read the book series Scary Stories to tell me yes. Oh my god! Like it gave yeah. me those kind of vibes when I watched a movie you know, like Oh uh, uh, yeah, cool. just yeah. the underlining
1: yeah. like under the skin like mm-hmm. ugh. gross feel. It's not even gross <laughs> but it's just like you
0: feel like ugh, you know? Yeah. Full body <laughs> yes. chills as well. Yeah. Is lot, yeah. You know, um, but yeah. yeah that's, a, cemetery. that's a good yeah. pick. That one has like heavy it's just because of growing up and remembering right that. yeah all right so yeah
1: that's mine oh wait no it's kellen's turn sorry kellen
2: is it i thought you were
1: going no because i did dream before oh yeah before yeah, yeah. One. yeah okay.
2: i mean don't really count i guess it's kind of like a horror comedy to some people gremlins okay. oh that's actually, like, yeah, actually, actually, of that's actually babies, my list yeah that's a good one. that's actually
0: my my only oh. honorable mentions Really? yeah
2: Like, I couldn't even have stuffed animals after that. I'm like, nope, I'm good. Oh, it scared you. Yeah, like... Okay. Yeah, they were cute, but, like, when they transformed after they got wet or whatever and multiplied, I was like, (laughs) oh, no. I think because I was, like,
0: older by the time I watched it. I was, like, 13 when I watched it. It's not
2: safe to watch when you're a kid. (laughs) Yeah. But you, you don't want to play himself. with the other He's kids anymore. Like,
1: like, you guys got toys. I'm out. <laughs> you got those little Furby things? Get them out of my. <laughs> and then Furby face. came out. Yeah, Furby's cream. Yeah. no. Because Furbies look a lot like those. Yeah. Furbies like, are freaky
0: though. Yeah. And, they do, like, their eye thing.
1: and, and then they like yeah, one. aren't they the ones that like you push their head up and their eyes open on their own kind mm-hmm. of thing? Ooh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> everybody had one in
1: school. I'm like, hey guys, thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah, my sister had some. I'm like, I don't, I don't like these. these like, I'll just
1: stick to Giga Pets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feed my virtual pet.
0: I'm not going to let my stuff Is animal that kind of like a like a Tamagotchi kind of?
1: I think so. Okay, because yeah. I had that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Great. yeah. Yeah, when they multiplied and, like, transformed. Or, mm-hmm. What was it if they ate? They If they ate food? <laughs> yeah.
0: If they got wet after a certain hour? Like, at, like, at nighttime, you couldn't do all these yeah. 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 And you yeah, like, have, that like, little gizmo. He's, like, trying to... Behind like, it. Mm-hmm.
2: That was kind of cool. That when they
1: turned it into monsters, I'm like, oh, this, is, this, is <laughs>
2: this uh, yeah, turned
1: goodness. into some, the, Oh, it's this kind of movie. Okay. I think. <laughs> thanks for uh, not letting me know. Like, thanks for the warning. I learned not to judge a book by a cover that day. Because I wonder if From a lot of like, pa- oh, cute. I, I, right. I wonder if a lot of parents took their kids to this movie back in the '80s, thinking, oh, mm-hmm. they're cute little like gremlin things. They're all over the drive-through. Can... And then they get <laughs> the they driving. yeah, and then they watch the movie and they transform into the and they're like.
0: They're Whoa. covering the kids'
1: eyes. They're like, the kids are like, I want to go home! <laughs> Drive-in oh. movie theaters are just empty and the show's still playing. Everyone's like, fuck this. <laughs> Peel out. I, mean, I don't know. But yeah, that'd be funny. All their
2: kids end up sleeping with them that night. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that would basically me.
1: Anything else you want to say about gremlins? No. Anything else that spit out to you particularly besides, like, I guess, the gremlins themselves. Not
2: really. I like the little, like, there was a lot of references of other movies. Like, Mm -hmm. the theater scene was actually the same theater that they had filmed Back to the Future. Ooh, okay. That street. They filmed it in the back alley of that. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. So there's a lot of, like, different 80s. Like, especially in the beginning, like, there's, whether it's, like, a poster on the wall or whatever, like, there's always some reference to something else through that decade so it, that's kind of cool yeah. yeah it is cool like you just kind of gotta catch it though or you miss it mm. but
1: I love it I love that it was an
2: interesting movie
1: I've only <laughs> actually ever seen it a couple of times
0: you're probably so,
1: young right that's pretty young when I first saw it grandma's uh, too, so. I was like I think a sophomore in high school when I watched it the first time so not very long god, ago. Really oh, the okay. oldest one here
2: guys I'm the only <laughs> uh, the oldest one
1: in he's this the month. only one that's actually born in the 80s oh my right? god yeah yeah because you're younger than me yeah yeah 94.
0: so four okay I, I
1: didn't
2: 92 suffer. 88 damn damn that's crazy i could be like you guys dad or something <laughs> i don't know what that is <laughs> you guys make me feel old wait kellen you're not my dad <laughs> i thought
1: I you mean, were my dad you better talk to your mother On this about episode this of <laughs> i want a paternity test right now i thought that kellen was my dad this whole time what is this Buffoonery to and Tom Foolery that we've got going on in this podcast right now.
2: Talk to Sigourney, she'll tell you.
1: She'll <laughs> tell you the whole You time. are not the father.
2: That's why she took that role. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Man. Anyway. Yeah, Gremlins. Good. Fi- good film, from what I remember of seeing it only twice in my life, but. Again, um, it
2: didn't really.
0: Yeah, I noticed 80s had a lot of, really like, very campy, like very, but more for, like, a family kind of, Yeah, like,
2: like, like even Ghostbusters. Like, yeah. there were some elements that kind of scared me, but I mm-hmm. think overall it was just, like...
0: Like a family uh, yeah. horror film. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah, good one. Cool. Great. And that was the last one on your list, Kellen? Yeah. Kellen kind of cheated. Audience, Kellen cheated today. He didn't have a full top ten list, but...
2: Uh, in my defense, because I knew that... These two would have at least one of mine. (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
1: That's true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, I'm just just messing with you. you. (laughs) Um, JK. (laughs) But my number eight is (laughs) another John Carpenter movie. It came out in 81 as well. Oh, wait. No, it came out. No, it came out a year before the thing. So 81. Do you want to take a guess? Do you guys... I'll give you another hint. There was a remake, a terrible, terrible remake that came out in 2005 of it.
2: Amityville? No, I love that that remake. I love that remake. Because the first Amityville Amityville was in the 70s. 70s,
1: No, Amityville Horror did come out in 2005, the remake. So you were right about that. I just Amityville. But then I'm like, I don't think there was an Amityville. You really don't know this? Is really not clicking with you?
0: Is it a series, a franchise we've already gone over?
1: No. It it also also has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. If that gives you another hint, second, I cannot for the life of me remember who else is in it right now. I'm like totally having you know a a bonehead Shoot moment. In. Terminator
2: was scary to you.
0: <laughs> 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 Would Terminator count? Because the first one came out in the 80s. Yeah, the second one did
1: too, didn't it? I think I think the second one did come out. Did it? Yeah. Hey Siri. No. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: i'm lost i don't okay.
1: yeah I you got, got this, me. i can't
0: I'll even this, guess the fog oh uh, i know of it i've never seen it. what <laughs> never seen the fog <laughs>
1: or, or roman <laughs> i the remake two people was points. good I, the re- uh, no i, I liked like the remake I when like i was it. younger the remake like was like scary to me But I've then the, the mist. the mist is good but now i not like the ending it was a good movie but the I ending can't like believe, oh man i can't believe neither one of you who's seen the fog what is this buffoonery
0: that um, we've I got going said, on. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but basically What do people remember? The thing? Or the fog. Probably the thing. Oh, let's take but, a toll. <laughs> leave a comment below. <laughs> oh, leave God. a comment. Comment <laughs> on the podcast. Send us <laughs> your emails <They> <laughs>
1: <laughs> But basically this like Fisher fisherman town like next to like the ocean gets overcome by like this fog and there's like these mysterious like supernatural figures that like appear from the fog and basically terrorize the people of the small town um yeah i really love you know i feel like this entire episode i hope we're not i i hope we're not being redundant about the practical effects side of stuff because i feel like the 80s like we've said before really had concreted like what practical effects could do for that time right so snowballing off of that like the fog had some really good practical effects as well not so much in I just feel like creating like the fog itself, making making the fog a character, um, creating like how to make the fog have movement and make it seem like I said like the fog essentially is a character in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really cool. Of course, like I said before, with the thing, it has its John Carpenter flair. Of course, oh, it also star- it also has um, the the girl that plays Annie. In Halloween, in it too. I forgot that she's oh, in it really? as well. Yeah, okay. she doesn't have as big of a part as Jamie Lee Curtis does, but yeah, they're both in the same movie together. So.
0: So you guys some like some veterans from. Paul yeah, Reed so it's it fun. fun. It was okay. like a
1: family gathering again, or, you know. Aside from a couple of other characters that were in the fog, but mm-hmm. um yeah, it's it's a fun movie. I like the direction. I like the tone, the atmosphere, the suspense. uh The acting is really good. uh Yeah, so the fog, nineteen eighty one, cool. So Roman. All well, right. Your turn.
0: So this one. Uh it feels like a while since I've seen this movie, but this one scarred me. This is like those like you go on like as a child, you accidentally stumble into like some shock horror websites and you see things you should you mm, shouldn't. Yep. And it's like, yeah, oh, this is gonna have long lasting ramifications to my mental health. Right. So for me, that movie was Hellraiser. Ooh, that's on my honorable mentions is a visually haunting like it's just terrifying it is horrific it is hellish really <laughs> <B-oom-tsh>. pun intended <laughs> <But> yeah there's <laughs> a. I I was i was a really young kid with the last time i saw it i don't really remember much now but uh pretty messed up yeah oh I yeah, yeah. have you seen up. it Helen? i don't
2: think i finished it like the guy with the needles or whatever was coming out of his head. Yeah. I'm like, No, I can't.
0: There's like a scene with like there's photographs. And I had like, a The guy like like, <laughs> who's completely just skin. Yeah. And he's just he and writes, he's like, like crawling Help across Help me, the floor yeah, or something. I'm like, oh yeah. man. And for a while that image was being shared along like horror websites or <laughs> like um, just At shock that websites time or, oh, or like and then in the beginning of the early like internet okay like, when I was like okay I'm like ten years old I'm getting like my my Netscape, my Juno <laughs> dial-up internet, my space. you know, right before <laughs> Google took over everything. Right. And yeah, like those images would float around, but like people would pretend they're, like real images. Like look at this actual man who has been like Skin skinned alive, alive oh. in like places like China or stuff like that. But then I remember like, no, that's from Hellraiser. Yeah. But it's so messed up that they're doing that and a lot of people believe them. And like if I've never seen Hellraiser, I yeah. would have believed them. But oh man, like, I probably saw Ooh. clips of that when I was... 12 and way too young to see that and correct me if
1: i'm wrong is that the is that the same movie where his face is like being stretched by like the hooks yeah yeah oh just, yeah, yeah no, that yeah no it i is, don't it is
0: like, a demonic energy feeling very movie, like if what you think
1: evil dead is demonic watch this movie <laughs> this will take you straight to the depths of hell if you want to know what hell looks like i don't want to be in that hell
0: like and it's not like, even like uh, like that grossy like uh that gross kind of like um what do you call it practical effects of the 80s because it is gross but yeah. it's more horrific i feel know? like
1: these special effects in particular are like cutting edge above all the rest oh yeah because like, if the
0: fact that they were able to sell these images like in the early days of the 2000s of the internet as real images of people and people bought it that right. really proves the test of how realistic it looks right and it know?
1: still looks horrific today oh, like yeah. and i also really love the look of the cenobites. that's what they're called right Cenobites. i think so How they all have like different like unique like looks. Like Pinhead himself is already like iconic Mm -hmm. the way he looks, but all of them all have like different like horrific body modification type of oh yeah look to them. And it's it's a very also like a kind of movie that's a very like erotic bondage type of movie in a sense because you've got like chains and the 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 the, yeah it's very, very like
0: BDSM kind of. If that's what Custom hell's like, like count me it, in. <laughs> first ticket. Like I'm just kidding. Just
2: want to <coughs> make the people that created all that to get like I don't know tested or like. <laughs>
0: Or pick their brains, like, what, yeah. what were you thinking what when you're you were making this? What was the inspiration? Yeah. Right. I was like, well, right. I was at a McDonald's. You need to, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> you need went to be studied. <laughs> <laughs> I went in the McDonald's
1: bathroom, and there was, like, a harness suspended from the ceiling. And, I mean, it just, from there, it just created. It wrote itself. It I just... mean, really, yeah.
0: in five minutes. <laughs> Hollywood yeah. just jumped on it. Like, yeah, how did that pass in Hollywood? Like,
1: <sighs> like yeah, were... slasher
0: flicks were getting big. Like, gory you... movies were getting big. Right. But, like. Even that still pushed the online. Right.
1: And you know what I find very, like, contradicting and almost, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Contradicting, I guess, is when Scream came out, they had to cut so much down on Scream for, like, to even get, like, an R rating. Mm
2: -hmm. Because it was too much.
1: And it's not, when you compare Scream to Hellraiser, it doesn't even freaking compare in gore. Like, I mean, Scream is gory in certain (laughs) parts, like the opening scene. You know, you've got blood and stuff, but, like... How did Hellraiser miss that fucking?
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah. Hellraiser is A- R shit. rated. Like it's not, it's not unrated. I'm pretty sure it's R rated. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And Scream's R rated. It is. Yeah. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's. I just. Yeah. This movie. Like, did I the like,
2: actors come out psychologically fine? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know.
1: They were never the same after that. Shell shock. <laughs> 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 they never um, got over it. But the acting's really good too. Mm. The acting from our lead actress, she's really great in this mm. movie. Um, the look of like the box itself is really cool. It like looks like a Rubik's cube. Like
0: there's really good like production design yeah. and costume design throughout the whole film. Like it's it's it is a well made movie and there's such high production value and yeah, like it is it, it does feel like a Hollywood film. It's just it pushes I feel a lot of boundaries. A lot of boundaries, which is what, what you know it makes me it makes it a little shocking surprising to me i guess right you know it's
1: like a very like i don't know it's just a shocking it's a if shocking it's more like movie. they got the
0: green light like they got a green light for script For it's like okay we'll make this and then after they got the green light let's rewrite it let's just up the end right like, when they already right. had the like the funding and then once executives saw it, like what is this hey we already made it I mean, come on <laughs> right. exactly yeah but yeah i should research a little bit more about the movie there's probably fans right now listening like how dare you I love Hellraiser <laughs> how dare you
1: shit on the movie that is Hellraiser these aren't critics I will take that box and summon pinhead right to <laughs> oh, you Roman no please no. <laughs> oh man but, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's my number 8 it's Hellraiser it's a good one um, so my number cause the fog was my number 9 right does it yeah I think so okay All right. yeah okay so my number 10 is an another surprise, surprise. It shouldn't come as a surprise by now, a slasher movie, but this slasher movie, I feel like, um, story wise, I feel like in that time of, you know, Friday, the 13th sleep away camp, um, the burning, like all these movies that centered around a camp setting with counselors getting picked off one by one. This setting to me was a lot more different. Um, and I'll give you guys a hint on what this movie is. It takes place on a holiday. So it's a holiday horror film. Do you guys want to guess? It came mm-hmm. out in 81.
0: 81, holiday horror film. Labor Day.
1: No. <laughs> no. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Just Day. That's the <laughs> one.
0: No, but it's, it's a holiday. It is, yeah. Like, international holiday? American holiday? Yeah,
1: international. I feel like. Christmas. No, no, that can't that <laughs> Black Christmas came out in the 70s, but that was a good guess. I'll years? just tell you. Okay, yeah. It's my bloody Valentine.
0: Ah. Oh, yeah. is ah, that that's that a band a holiday, name, isn't is it? it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it so did they name. take it from the movie?
1: I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay, they probably huh. got inspiration from it. But okay. um, yeah, I really like this movie. It has when we were talking about earlier how slasher movies kind of like not only created innovative ways to up the ante with their blood and gore but with their kills pers- specifically yeah, yeah this movie has a lot of cool interesting like fun kills that like for its time you didn't see a whole lot of so it was like wow that was cool the way he killed that person and that was cool the way he killed that so it's just very innovative i think the killer himself is iconic like the the scary miners coal miners gas mask with like a pitch or with like a pitchfork, oh, not a pitchfork is. a pickaxe pickaxe yeah And just walking around, like, picking off these people. And a lot of, like, the scenes that ensue even before, like, the death scenes. Like, there's a specific scene with one character where she's running around this, like, abandoned mine. And it's really cool because they have, like, all these, like, masks that are dropping from the ceiling around her. So you're like, holy shit, is he going to drop from the ceiling? And she's, like, running around, like, freaking out, reacting to all these, like, things happening around her. It's, like, total chaos. But it's so cool the way they, like, I don't know, the way they did the scene and added the suspense up to the ante, like, so that we're going along with this ride and we're like, Oh God, like, is he going to drop from the ceiling next? Like, is this, and I don't know. It's just really cool. The acting's pretty good. Um Yeah. I, I like this movie. I think it's fun. It actually bumped. I actually had a different movie on my list right before we went to record this episode. And I just luckily happened to remember this movie because the thing that I'm so mad about my, 2000s list is I forgot The Descent on that list. I'm so mad oh, at myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> I was kicking myself after the episode aired. I was like, are you kidding me? I forgot The Descent. I'm such a bonehead. But luckily I remembered this one and it actually knocked off another slasher movie that I had on this list. But it went down to my honorable mentions, so it's fine. But yeah, <laughs> My Bloody Valentine is my number 10. So. Alright.
0: Number 10, that's it? That's it. All right. Yeah, because
1: well, a lot of our movies overlapped. We had a lot on this How one. Do you, how
0: did you finish? And I still have two left.
1: All right, then. Am I missing one? Two, four, six, eight, ten. No, I'm not missing one. All right, then. Okay, so oh. I'll, I'll do. I'll bundle it.
0: my nine and my ten.
1: Have you seen My Bloody Valentine, Kevin? I haven't. Okay. Well, I recommend you guys both watch it because okay. it's a fun slasher movie. It's also, like, for the production value back then in the day, it's actually, like, lighting and, like, sh- cinematography-wise. For an 80s slasher movie, pretty f- pretty good like the cinematography is really good the sequences are really good like the editing is really good yeah it's, it's a good movie it's a well put together slasher movie like especially during the time when all these other slasher movies were coming out in, you know so yeah i like it my bloody valentine so
0: my bloody valentine yeah. okay all right well sweet so going on to my number nine and i'll bundle that with my number ten as well okay okay uh so ghostbusters such a good film. Such a good movie. Come on. It's not a I mean scary that was on movie. my
2: original list. It's not <laughs> I, a... like, I don't know if that's like
0: It's a... in the same vein as Gremlins, I feel. It's in the yeah. same vein as Gremlins. Oh yeah. Kind of the same as Poltergeist. Poltergeist gets a little more creepy. Um you know, I love comedy in the 80s. I yeah. love um The Blues Brothers. I love Classics. Caddyshack. I love Groundhog. Like all those movies are great and like Ghostbusters captures that kind of like 80s comedic vibe in a kind of like spooky yeah. campy family kind of setting you know mm. love the ghostbusters so had to make my list definitely had to. Dan Aykroyd's hilarious um Bill Murray all the guys phenomenal
1: yeah say it with Busters. me who you gonna call <laughs> ghostbusters
0: <Busters>. <laughs> tramp, tramp. <laughs> and then copyright. <laughs> I know we get this episode flagged <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> But, yeah, so, did that make an honorable mention? No. Really? Not a fan, huh?
1: No, okay, no, it's not that, that I'm not a fan, but, <laughs> it's not that I'm not a fan, it's just, I don't know, I feel like, I personally didn't classify it as a horror film, because mm. it was never scary
0: to me. But Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> we talked about that. I know, but there's, yeah, like, yeah. a fine line, I okay, guess. Okay, but that I don't feel didn't, like... didn't quite make your line. No. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry, no, Sorry. you're fine. You're
1: fine. Sorry, listeners, don't crucify me or kick me off the show. <laughs> you know, uh, death <laughs> actually, you know okay. what? It no wasn't. My, actually, you know what? I take it back. It was on my honorable mentions list. I'm just kidding. No, oh, it wasn't. Wow. Okay. No. no, I'm looking right
0: now, listeners, and it's not. <laughs> it's not there. I'm just lying to you. All right, and um, then with that, uh my last one, number ten, topping it all off, is Friday the Thirteenth. Ooh, okay. Because actually before I'm the only slasher movie
1: on your list? Uh besides yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Yeah, believe it or not. Oh wow.
1: Yeah. I think you had the most slashers. I did. Slashers
0: yeah. really hit and miss for me. A lot of them are bad. Some of them are good. In my opinion. And I guess
1: I didn't realize how much I like slasher movies until I made this <laughs> list and I was like, Wow. I think I guess I be like s-
0: like Which means part. like the eighties is really in your ballpark. I guess like, so. like there's yeah. so many slasher films. <laughs> So many. This is
2: why I can't, like, make enemies with Michael, because he's got to way too many ideas going on, and I'm like, hey. Oh, man. Truth. Truth. <laughs> we good? We cool? Hold up a white
0: flag. <laughs> we're still friends, okay? Right? <laughs> no, but yeah, Friday the 13th. Sure, we're friends. <laughs> we're best friends. Best <laughs> friends forever. Just kidding. Okay. I actually knew about Jason more before, well, actually not that much before, but, like, I knew about Friday the 13th before Halloween. Okay. So, like, that was my first exposure to... Really slasher flicks, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's iconic, it's great. It is, like very... it's, yeah, it's a well made movie. Uh, you could say maybe it hasn't aged that well through an 80s film, but it's still iconic, mm-hmm. it's still a fun ride, it's still super cool. I like it. Um, I There's also a video game that came out Right. Re- that's pretty horrible. good. Oh, you oh no, no, like no.
1: It? Are you talking about the one that just came out recently? The one that
0: really just came oh, no, out. I it's like a multiplayer this. game. I've oh, never played it. I've seen YouTube it. players it's play it. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. I
1: thought you were talking about the old one, like the, no, 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 the no, no, one where no, he no. wears like the retro Jason and he's like, I've I I mean, it's like the Nintendo the one. I think when Nintendo first came out, they had one. Like NES, you're saying? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, shoot. No, 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 no. about the multiplayer
0: one? That one is fun. It is fun. What are your
2: guys' opinions? Friday the 13th. Like it was, it was gonna be on my list, but I figured someone would
1: have it. It's mm-hmm. on my honorable lent- mentions list. I it guess didn't it make made it on my list. Then. <laughs> well, it didn't make it on my list because I have. It's no Halloween, huh? I don't, I think... I'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> it, it does have to do with Halloween. I think I do like Friday the Thirteenth for what it did to the slasher genre because I feel like it contributed its own sort of style, its own right. sort of flair but at the same time i also feel like it piggybacked and the the directors have even stated openly stated that they wanted to piggyback off the success of halloween when it came out they're like oh we got to make a movie like this now so we can rake in the dough and it did rake in yeah, the I dough see it. so they got exactly what they were wanting but like at the same time i feel it's almost like a cop out to do it that way because like it it's lacks like heart. well i don't say i wouldn't say it lacks heart but there's a lot of things there's a lot of first person angles like from the killer that you see that are very halloween mm-hmm. very inspired by halloween um like and i mean you don't even see the iconic character of jason until part two but spoiler alert people i'm sorry i just realized i spoiled that <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but the i ra- think it's fine it's an 80s film y- right it's almost almost 40 years yeah
1: and it's funny to think that Kevin Bacon's in this movie. I know, random, but every time I think <laughs> about true, yeah. Kevin Bacon, I'm like, wow, he was in Friday the 13th. That's, That's a like... loose guy, in case yeah. listeners don't know who we're talking about. Right. And um, the reason why Friday the 13th made it on my list is because it introduced like a twist when it comes to like killers, like what you would expect of killers. I know we talked about last episode about how um, I love how we have Another spoiler alert, people, for people that haven't seen Friday the 13th, I love female killers, because mm-hmm. it really, like,
0: it changes, the... twists
1: your expectation, yeah. and, like, I feel like this is one of the first movies that actually had a female killer that wasn't predominantly male, mm-hmm. I guess. Not one of the, not the first, but one of the first. Yeah, uh-huh. So, I think that's fun. I like, I like right. that you find out who the killer is at the end, um... The endings, the, end, the final shot is terrifying, too. <laughs> Just when she's like, I feel safe, I'm in my little canoe, and then all of a sudden you see Jay, yeah, you see yeah. him, oh, terrifying. But, yeah. Pretty much a jump scare, yeah. Oh, for sure. What about you, Kellen? What do you like about it?
2: All of it. I like that it stuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, like, you guys said he's an icon, so, it's like, clearly it stuck with people. Right. And If you haven't seen it You should go to your
1: room Cause You're grounded You're not allowed to listen To this podcast anymore Just kidding Just kidding We want people To listen to this podcast We're gonna fucking <laughs> We're gonna scare away All of our listeners After this episode It got silent
0: People are like Their mom's like Jimmy why are you, why are you Standing in the corner It's like Oh Michael from The Wheel of Horror podcast Told me to go to my room <laughs> I'm Oh grounded. my gosh I didn't watch this movie
1: He said I wasn't allowed To listen to it anymore Oh man. <laughs> but yeah.
0: All joke aside though, yeah. That's a, 13. It's a it's a good movie. Good movie. It's if you haven't seen it, check it out.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not the first slasher movie of its kind, but it's still I feel like it still stands out. It hits all the way. It it, it, yeah. it stands on its own two feet for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um creative kills. Those kills are always fun too. Um the blood and gore, you know, as we talked about, the practical effects were pretty good.
0: Um, but yeah. yeah. And that, that rounds out my top ten yeah all
1: right and we've already talked about your honorable mention so which was that
0: one it was Grimland, but yeah. so
1: i guess we don't <laughs> need to talk about your well and a lot of my honorable mention i have once again you guys if you haven't picked up on it it's a running joke at this point that i am like the one that has the most honorable mentions every damn time like this is like a CPS <laughs> receipt of, Mine, like, honorable for mentions. real mine's like a, a grocery store list <laughs> and i have like a post-it note that's like oh yeah i remember this
0: one <laughs> and that's
1: it but rest <laughs> assured people we've talked about over half of the people, uh, half half the people, half the uh, movies that are on this list already. So I only have, technically I only have one, two, three, four out of seven. Okay. And I'll, I'll breeze through them really fast. So the first one on my list came oh. out in 83. It's another typical like slasher movie at a camp, like that's focused around a camp and people getting killed, but this is Sleepaway Camp. I heard of it. Yeah. It. And the, the, the thing that I love that, this movie does that a lot of other slasher movies do is with its end twist is so like for people that are listening that have seen this movie will know exactly what I'm talking about. I won't spoil it for people because this is like one of those twists that you have to see to like believe that it's like, you're like, what the F F?" like (laughs) seriously, like you watch it and you're like, what did I just watch? That is like how this ending is. It's insane. Um, I won't say any more about that one, but great movie. I love it. It's a fun little campy slasher movie. Of course, the acting's not the greatest in it, but it's still fun. Um, my next one is Reanimator, which came out in 85. I have you either one of you heard of it? Heard it's
0: pretty pretty graphic. Is it? it is, yeah. Okay, and there's okay. like some
1: weird like. There's like a a rapey type of scene that I'm not too fond of. I mean, okay. I think right. anyone that's listening knows I'm not fond of like the rapey stuff. Never have been. Never will be. There's a weird like rape scene and that that's kind of ugh, I don't like it um, but it's a good movie it has some really great visual effects like some really far out of left field shit that happens in this movie um, basically yeah so reanimator, animator 85 um, the last two on my list surprise surprise slasher movies um, The Burning which came out in 81 which is actually another movie that I re-watched last night because I wanted to make sure that because it's been a while since I watched The Burning I've seen it a handful of times um, the Burning is basically about a prank that goes wrong. A bunch, of ki- uh, a bunch of kids that are staying at the summer camp accidentally end up, like, burning this guy, and he ends up, like, surviving, but he has third-degree burns all over his body. And he, ha- he ends up getting released from the hospital and going back to the camp to wreak havoc and revenge on the counselors that are now there five years later. So it takes place five years after the events that happen in the opening scene. But, um, yeah, the killers are... Or the killers the kills in this movie are pretty cool there's like a a whole like massacre scene on this raft where he just like ploughs through like six kids at one time just with these pair of like garden shears oh, he wow. just like completely massacres this entire raft with these kids all at the same time just one after the other like shack shack like <laughs> oh, yeah man. it's it's insane it's fun it's a really fun one um and then the last slasher movie that i have on my list Last one on my list, period, actually, um, is April Fool's Day, which came out in '86, which is another slasher movie. Which okay. I haven't um, you haven't? I have, not. have you heard of that one, Kelly? Oh, okay. So this one's another fun one that has like a fun little twist at the end as well, um, that I really enjoy. Uh, surprisingly, I was in the dark about this movie for a really long time. But when I finally watched it, I was like, oh, that's really cool, because it's like it follows the conventions of a regular slasher movie. And then towards the end, as I said, with sleep away camp or Friday the 13th, it like turns it's on its It turns it on its head and like completely like twists reveal at the end, which is pretty cool. So, nice. yeah. So yeah, that, uh, yeah, that ends my honorable mentions list.
0: And with so, that, I think, yeah, we, we got all of our, uh, top eighties films, right? So, like, yeah. I got
1: through that. What? What? Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I guess final comments that I want to make is just thank you all again for all of your support so far. It's been overwhelming. Like, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's nice. Um, we, <laughs> we can't say it. thank you enough. Seriously. Like the support that we've gotten amazing. Um, thank you, Kellen for being on this episode. Let's it
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's been fun.
1: It was a real treat to have you today. I'm serious. Like me and Roman were even talking, like when you went out to take a break, we were talking about how we want you on the show a lot more. I think you bring, I mean, if
0: your schedule permits, you know, it'd be super cool.
1: Right. I'm down. Yeah. I think this was, this was fun. I think this was probably the most fun I've had on an episode so far. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, so thank you again, Kellen for coming. I hope you had a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Um, other than that, I think we're good unless you had any ending notes that you want to... Oh, everybody stay safe out there oh, with yeah. this like, uh, virus been, going around.
0: It's been a while since our last podcast, and the whole world seems to be on shutdown due to this coronavirus, COVID-19. So we just want to let you guys know, you know, our hearts are out to you. Um, stay safe. Uh, keep clean. Uh, be a neighbor, you know. They're, like, what this pandemic has shown, there's a lot of good people, but there's, bringing out know, a lot of nasty sides to mm-hmm. on other people, so... If you awesome. see people needing help, if you see people that uh, could use a hand, you know, put on a glove and lend them that hand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. No glove, no
1: love. There you go. <laughs> um, wash your damn hands, you dirty, <laughs> filthy animals.
0: <laughs> yeah, but basically, just stay safe, you know, like uh, we know a lot of people are keeping in their houses right now. So hopefully, uh... it's probably what
1: we should be doing, but
0: (laughs) well, we're recording at home. So we're fine. I feel like
1: we've got the hand sanitizer ready to go. We're not, you know, yeah, we're staying safe from what I know. None of us have it. So now we're good. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) 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 But
0: but yeah, hopefully like however you're spending your time, uh, hope you're having a good time. But if you are listening with us, then yeah, we appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Perfect way to pass the time during this pandemic. Actually. Yeah. Listen to our podcast. Listen to other podcasts that we've mentioned on this show because they're really great too. So, um,
0: I mean, I've been listening to a lot more podcasts now. So, Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and thank you again, Roman. Thank you. Thank um, <laughs> you. Just lots of thank yous and praise going around today. <laughs> We're just bowing. <laughs> <into it. laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah. So, I think with that, I think we've yeah. wrapped up this episode pretty nicely. So, yeah. We will catch you guys next time when we do our top 10 lists of the 70s and the oh. 60s. We're going to do a double recording episode where we record both and just release one at a time. Yeah. And, uh, so again, it'll be
0: one of those back-to-backs like, hey, and then the very next, like two weeks afterwards, hey, same day. But you know.
1: Exactly. Yep. So there we go. So, all right. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys next time. All right. See you guys. Sign up. Bye, off. guys.
0: Bye. Bye.